welcome to the Viva Bastardo Show, part of the Haggerty Podcast Network. I am your glorious and majestic host, Mr. Enthusiast. Today's guest is Bradley Price, founder of Autodromo Automotive Theme Watchers. We have a very wide-ranging conversation. We rename cars. We talk about the Fiat Multipla and why it should be the next big thing. Um, what else do we talk about? We talk about... Uh, all the various emotions that cars can fill you with, primarily rage on a regular basis. Uh, so let's get into it. <laughs> what? Surely Mobile One will want to sponsor me now. <laughs> I always had you more of a, pegged as a Valvoline guy. Pegged. Um, <laughs> Quake, Quaker State? I had to put oil in the Audi the other day. <gasps> what you did, McCann? You put oil in a car? Yeah, because it said because it, I've been, it's been saying you have to service me for like a month now, or maybe two. You're such and, a narcissist. You won't even service anyone. <laughs> What's in it for me? I said to the Audi. <laughs> and then and then and then finally it said you have to put oil in the car. So I had to stop and then find the oil wait, hole. Wait, you stop when you put the oil in? Yeah, I, I mean, do it while I'm driving. You just I uh, just you, open the hood like if I can. Lady, hold the wheel. wheel. I'm concerned that your car was overdue for service, and then it just said, just give me some oil. Yeah, I mean, but I never had, I never had, I had the Subaru for 15 years, never had a give me some oil alert. It probably didn't have that technology. It's because Subarus are designed for people that have no sense of how to maintain a car. This is why I should just only own. Only buy Japanese cars. Only own Subarus. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, how long have you had the Audi for? Uh, a year and a half. Have you done an oil change yet? Yeah, I did one. Okay. I what, feel like, I mean... What's ha- the service interval? Every six weeks. I don't know. Like, I feel like you've done one. Like, I mean, how often are you supposed to do an oil change on an Every 5,000 miles? Here's a, um, here's a follow-up. Is it a lease? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be somebody else's problem. Yeah. See ya, suckers. Um, I, I find it very freeing to have a lease car. This is my first new car I've ever owned. Yeah, I, I until I moved out of the city, I never had a new car. Yeah, and then even then, when I first moved, I had a used X three, and uh, <laughs> and it was been, actually really good. But I spent so much money fixing stupid shit on that car. It was a two thousand six, and then I was like, I'm just gonna get a lease car and then turn my brain off because I got these old cars to deal with. That's enough, and right. then to have to like so you worry got a, about. Didn't you get a Yukon? Or an Envoy. I think you got yeah, the Envoy. Yeah, I got the Envoy. It wasn't big enough, though. It wasn't big What's enough. What's the one they made? No, GMC I with the, 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 the lid, the, the window that slid back on the top. From oh, that it, was cool. What it was, um, it was like a very... The Colossus? No, it was like... It was, it was a Buick. It was... It was... No, no it was GMC. Buick. It was the, It was the GMC Gargantua. Uh, maybe the show car that did Or was, was like Oldsmobile Bravada? The names oh, are amazing. Hold on. Bravada. Bravada. Okay, let's just brainstorm quickly. If we're going to come up with a new name for an SUV. Ooh. What about the Gargantua? Gargantua. <laughs> Gargantino. Well, I always love the Armada. I know, but you know what? You know what's ironic <laughs> about like, that? There's a writer called... Um, there's a writer called... Oh, God, I just forgot his name. English guy. Shit. Anyway, he wrote a book called London Fields years ago, like 20 years ago. And, in, and he invented names for cars, American cars, and one of them was called the Armada because he was making fun. Yeah, and yeah. of course now... Like the Canyonero in The Simpsons. How about the Medulla Oblongata? That's the long <laughs> wheelbase. that a song? A police song? I don't know. That would be the long, Matt, be the long wheelbase version. What? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think, what about the... What about the... Uh, the Cadillac Gullivarian. Gullivarian. Yeah. 
See, mm. I'm onto something. Cadillac had good names. What? You know oh, what? Yeah, the Eldorado. Why won't they bring back the Eldorado? That's the thing that drives me crazy. They just announced they want to do this super high-end car. I've been saying for years, for years. to anyone who will listen, that Cadillac should Which do a no super one. premium car that's called the Eldorado, period. Just Made of gold. Eldorado. That, yeah. And it's like $300,000. It's like a no apologies, like, fuck you car. I actually and think they would the, sell a ton of I them. Actually, you know who'd buy one of those? Like Tommy anyone, anyone in the entertainment industry. <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> Bradley, no, for the record. Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger is what it for is. For the it's record, Bradley has refused to do his voice, some of his comedy voices. <laughs> I want this to be noted in the legal realm. Hey, oh, wait, so wait a minute. What about the lyric? The new one. I actually think that's I actually think that's pretty good looking for it. No, it's well all the Cadillac show cars are good looking. No, no, that's a production. For years, car. They've, well they they've been Don't you think ever the since lyric with the with Q instead of a yeah, with a Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. not bad looking. I think, I think they should really finally nice. get rid of that weird C pillar, though. They've been mm. kind of keeping that alive as like a styling cue of Cadillac, which is right. that that big thick C pillar, which no one likes a thick C pillar. Yeah, no, no. Also, but it's I like, it's kind of like they're, like they're kind of forcing it into the design now, where it's Thank not you. really wanting to be there. Right. <laughs> it's like the Hofmeister kink, which is totally gone now. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It is. It's in the BMWs. Was oh, was a thing. What, formerly. Formerly of BMW. I want them to get rid of actually the Cadillac logo. I feel like I take umbrage with that whole like plate with the the all of it. I don't. I just. Too I much. agree. I, I agree. don't like it. I just don't like it. it. Just looks bad. I think it's just that I'm over it. Well, same with the Buick logo, like the little like the, the little flag, the, the, the little, regatta the three, flag. The oh yeah, three, yeah. Uh, oh, I got a better idea. It's a terrible logo. Get rid of Buick. <laughs> well, yeah, especially. Uh, but octogenarians now across I, I don't the country. Know if, uh, up the in Chinese arms. are still buying Buicks or not now that I don't think they are. We're not so popular there anymore. I don't think we need to get them in the country. Um, they should is, definitely kill. Them. Does Buick still make stuff? They do. Well, they were they were making tons of money for GM in China. That was like the ago. number one American car in China was the Buick. Wait, do they? Uh, who makes the like the Uber cars? What what what, what the, the airport cars? What was that called? That like standard like limousine thing you get in. <laughs> like a yellow cab? It was a horse and horse drawn buggy. Are you talking buggy. about here or in China? Here, here, here. not China. Here. here. Oh, you mean the the the, the NYC cab? Oh, the I, Nissan NV. No. Oh, you're no, talking no. about the weird one? That no, the regular really... like black car that was was it a Buick? Lincoln, or? Oh, Lincoln, yeah, Lincoln, 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 Lincoln Town, Town Car. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Panther not not a Buick. And um, then the Lincoln Continental. No. Matt wants to get us onto some kind of. Uh, well, first of all, we're gonna. I was gonna tell you right now, GM. Sorry, Buick offers the Encore, the Envision, and the new Enclave. Is there a, call, a car called the Applause? No. There was a. <laughs> there was an Applause. What about the Honda? Wasn't what there, about the Honda? Wasn't there like Renault had a car applause. called the Applause? Daihatsu. Was it? The what Daihatsu about the, Applause is a compact car manufactured by <laughs> the genius. Japanese automaker the Daihatsu menopause? from '89 to 2000. <laughs> I think Subaru should make a menopause. The, the Subaru menopause, four-wheel oh. drive. Yeah. I like and that. show got canceled. What? Uh, <laughs> what about the Honda Golf Clap? I feel like I feel like I would love to be in a naming agency. Well, do you so know that I used I, to be. Do you know that I named JetBlue? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not you? joking. What? I did. I when we had we won JetBlue, we were the first ad agency. And they had to come up with a name, and so we spent like three months. So, and every time we come up with a name, they'd be like, "Okay, picture on the front of a, a cover of a mag of a newspaper if there's an accident." So we had like egg, which we really loved, and they were like egg cracks. Or you know, so right, you that was like, the okay, fun part. Probably. If I'm the New York <laughs> right? Post, what is my headline going to yeah, be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah reverse and, engineer off. Yeah, what's the and, worst possible thing? And then we came up. Well, we had blue, and then they added the jet bit to it. 
That's the only thing. So you <coughs> named half Jet of Blue. He, half he of named Blue. half of JetBlue. Half. Me and the people I was working You named with. a color. Yeah. We just ran through all the colors. So that one. And you're like, oh, Orange. Wait, sky blue. Brown. Oh, no, it's airplane. Blue. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, a re- it, was, it was really. And how much do they pay you guys for this? Oh. Like 20 I had million like, I got like Too three much. Hamptons houses out of that naming session. It was an hour of work. So I just want to say thank you, Bradley. Bradley Price, thank you for coming down to the uh, nexus of blather. The, <laughs> the, nexus, of blather. <laughs> the nexus of blather. Yeah. To Blatheropolis. Um, second time. Happy <laughs> to be here. Are you? Happy to do this again. <laughs> do you know I was talking? I was talking to I was talking to Lulu. You know that phrase? Are you though? <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, so I was reading this article in the, in the New York Times and it was talking about how are you, there are so many phrases in. Has this started now? Yeah, we've been okay. going. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. we've been we going started. for it. We've been going for hours. Wait, the Subaru so, menopause? That's, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's in, on. Oh, that's, sh- <laughs> anyway. So there are so many phrases in literature that you never really know what the meaning is in like 17, 18, 19th century literature because you can't hear how they were said. Yeah. Like if you read, are you though, in a phrase on paper, you wouldn't know what it really meant. Right, right. But because there's now video record of people saying it, they will understand the context. That's true. That's the end of that. You thought of that? or No, no, no. I read about that in the Times. Oh. I thought your daughter was a genius. (laughs) No, no, no. no, (laughs) She's just interpreting shit. No, that would be. Oh, Oh, good insight, Lulu. Here's my tax returns. Uh. (laughs) I thought you didn't pay taxes. Shh. It's all offshore. It's all offshore. I take a loss. That doesn't help. Yeah. (laughs) I take massive losses. He takes a cigarette boat to visit his tax returns. I do. Do you remember? um, I was watching. Did you ever watch Miami Vice? You know, I never did it as a kid. I don't know if it was, I wasn't awake at the right time because I was a kid. (laughs) I just never saw it. But then I've watched a few episodes as an adult and it's so good. I was, what? it's amazing. I was watching. So well filmed. One of the, beautiful. One of the YouTube holes I was down this week was, it was like, Top ten musicians who are Miami Vice or top like Jan and, Hammer. Yeah, no, but they're amazing. Jan Hammer was on there. Phil Collins and Yellow. Do you know? About oh, Yellow? I love Yellow. The, they won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's two songs that are like killer from Yellow that are on the show. No, not that one. It's it's um one is called um Lost Again. Right. And can you do a little? You know, it's like the sun blowing. Oh, I know. I love that song. Love yeah. that song. Yeah, I heard that first in Amsterdam. That song is yeah. so good. And then it's like over a scene where like Crockett is racing to like the cigarette boat, avoid a bomb going off. Right. And then like it's kind of building up to this this bomb scene. That show was just that show was like to be in England. England in the 1980s was generally kind of aesthetically a fairly miserable place. Like it was a bit grey. But then Miami Vice, it was like it was like I don't know, like going to the zoo or like. You know, like going to another planet. It was the whole thing was so beyond like anything that I knew in England. It was mesmerizing. It was to exciting people. cars. It was speedboats. Yeah, but people look good. Colors. I mean, yeah, everyone's yeah. gorgeous. Everyone's gorgeous. dressed really well. Yeah. And like, yeah. The food wasn't brown. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> people had tea. Well, you remember the Phil people the Shill like, episode? The what? Phil the Shill. I always Wait. think of you because yeah. Phil Collins was in it as a character yeah. and he was like a drug dealer guy that was like ripping people off. So they called him Phil the Shill. <laughs> and that was the episode that had the Iraqo in it, the white Iraqo. Oh, that's right. Sorry, not Iraqo. The, uh, what, what came after that? The, the silhouette or the... Jaramavara? Yeah, the Irama. Have a Rama Rama. Is that, is that, that actually is a yeah, very yeah. cool color in person. Is it Irama or Harama or what? <laughs> Harama. Harame? Like the fish? Macrame. Macrame. Yeah. Okay. 
Jer- so, Jerama. Okay, so now that you've been watching Miami Vice, uh, yeah. so what does what's Bradley do since we introduced him last time when he came here, and then we had the, the files so, incident. Talk to George Soros about the files. <laughs> so um, Bradley is founder and uh, of the most magnificent uh, independent watch brand, Autodromo. Thank you. You make uh, automotive-inspired watches. They're beautiful. I mean, I'm I'm always in awe of your kind of OCD levels uh, attention to detail on the. Oh, thank you. This will conclude the soaping up part of the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded so good in the earphone. Yeah, soaping up. Soaping up. (laughs) Well, thank you. No, I mean it's true, man. And 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 so you didn't you just celebrate your ten year anniversary? Yeah, ten years. Uh, It's been a pretty wild ride. Uh, it's, right. I'm still doing everything myself, which people find hard to believe, but it's kind of in, partly intentional and partly not. But uh, well, you don't, I, don't want to relinquish. Con- you yeah, I'm too much of a control freak. Right. But I also and I it, th- that also translates into like I really want to take care of customers, too, and like make sure everyone's happy. So it's it's like both a design thing, but also like a customer service thing. And You're a giver. Everyone I know, though, who's like a small business owner, it's like, oh yeah, when I hired people, that's when it stopped being fun. <laughs> really? Like, that's when the shit started to really go. Oh, I, can't, I, yeah, would, love though, to, like, people, I would love to hire people. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to well, manage people. Yeah, then you have to manage yeah, people. You got, it's like, then, then it's like, uh, what was he saying? He was like, well, then, then your, your problem becomes managing other people's problems rather than managing right. the company. You're like, now you're solving these issues that people have, you know, like, you know, they're not motivated or whatever. Right. And I thought, oh, like that does sound like kind of a drag. Well, no one's going to care as much as you do. Exactly. Yeah. It's but like obviously, a, it's a there, there is a limit on how much one person can do, though. So it's it's like it is pretty exhausting. But you just but, came out with a new one. What's the new one called? Yeah. Is so that this it? is a reissue. Yeah. This is no, a no. The, is that the one before the re? That's oh, that, is that the one the one before the reissue? What was that? Is that the new? Is this the? Is this, this is the, the newest one. Okay. It's a reissue of my first ever watch. Right. But it's I. Couldn't leave well enough alone and just reissue the watch because it, it had like a quartz movement that I, in the end, didn't like. Um, and it had, a, it had a bunch of other deficiencies that like became apparent as I got to be a better watch designer because it was my first time designing watch. Sure. So, so I wanted to kind of go back and make the watch kind of the way it should have been, in my opinion, yeah. if I had known everything I know now. But like, so I kept the dial design the same, right. but it's a, it's a smaller case. It's, um, it's an automatic movement. And it has a higher, it has a sapphire or dome crystal. And then there's this high gloss uh, black dial, which is my favorite part of the watch because it's like, it's just very black. It's like, it really, uh, is it, it's not Vanta black. No, it's not Vanta black. And there's that that strap that I've actually seen another, uh, yeah, this is a strap. Savagery. Yeah. No, I get so mad because so many people have been biting off of this strap, like other brands. But what happens it, it's is it's becoming that, a common thing. But like, but what happens is the guy will cut and paste the shot of Bradley's uh, strap and then put it on his. That on his literally watch. happened. I won't name the brand because I, God forbid, they should get any publicity. But this God guy, forbid. he literally took genius, our man. press photo from one of my watches oh, and nice. he pasted the strap. Yeah onto his shitty rendering of his watch. Right. And I took the photo and scanned it and I overlaid it and like the leather grain matched. It was no question. It was literally, he took our press yeah, but photo. You've, Bradley, you've got to support uh, the little business owners and startup business. I'm trying to give everyone a leg up. <laughs> but Again, customer service. That's right. You like to help out, man. So look, yeah. let's talk about, let's talk about cars because um, I know that's of a passing interest to you. 
It's a pass. Unless you want to discuss things you're watching on YouTube. Are you watching anything on no, YouTube? No, I'd rather talk about cars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have the Renault Alpine A110. Renault. Renault. Which I love, you know, because I used to have one. So, and it's the I most know, and that was the first one I ever rode in. Wait, can we say that yeah. like in regular speak for Renault? S- oh, Ren- there we go. Renault. Okay, Renault. thank you. It's an Alpine. It's a Sunbeam Alpine. <laughs> That's right. You have no any. I've pulled into shows and people. It's written on the side of the car. Renault yeah. Alpine. And people were like, oh, that must be a Sunbeam Alpine. <laughs> right. It's like they didn't read the first part. You right. Because it's, it's too complicated. Yeah. So you have an Alpine. And it bears no resemblance whatsoever to a I Sunbeam love, Alpine. That car. So how long have you had that car? I've had it like seven years now. Really? Six or that seven long? years. Yeah. I, I mean, remember part you, of the time it was uh, in, in uh, stasis. Right. Uh, waiting to be reassembled. Because right. I bought the car and it, it, it had been like the guy had started restoring it. And then he kind of, I don't know, gave up or something. And, and so the car was like a roller. And then he's like, I've got three engines you could choose from. I'm like, oh, that great. What do you have? And then he, he indicates to like the wall of the garage and there's like shelves of parts. <laughs> and was even, none of them were assembled. So then we had, it took like forever. What cogs would you like? Sir? Yeah, it was like ridiculous. So then so he, wait, how did you put, yeah. how did you figure out how to put together an engine from shelves of parts? Well, so what I did was I negotiated a price and I said, I'm going to take the car now and I'm going to, this was someone that seemed, you know, reputable at least. So I said, you're going to, you're going to put the engine together and I'm going to come back and pick up the engine when it's ready. So that's what we did. Did was, that take a very I long went, time? Yeah, I feel it took, like, I feel it took like, like a year. I feel like people were like, yeah, it's, it's great. I'll have it done in two months. And he then had, he had a next door neighbor who was an air retired aircraft mechanic. And so that, that guy put oh. the engine together and um and then michelle the uh, the mechanic who i eventually had restore the car right he knew who that guy was and he's like he's like oh no no no, no, no. you know but you know what I love? okay so just let's just give us first of all there's two things and, and, One, and he took the whole engine apart wait, again give me some context michelle is an alpine specialist in, yeah. Mon- in montreal in canada yeah, yeah. but then secondly every mechanic always disparages every other me- oh you no, went no, to him no, oh no yeah no, in no, this no. case though he was 100 percent. oh really it was a terrible uh but the, the reason I did it that way is because I wanted it to be a complete engine. So even if it was assembled poorly, I knew that it had everything. Right. That I wasn't going to get this box of parts and then we get halfway through and it's missing some important thing you can't sure. get. So sure. that was the reason I said I want an assembled engine delivered. Right. But I never really expected it to be like, oh, that, crate that, that, motor, I, you're going to fire that, it up. That, you know? I think that was smart, man. Yeah. Because uh... that cut like. Maybe a year off of the insanely long time. <laughs> right. So you have the A110, then you've got, of course, the 208 GT4, yeah, GT4. which is, do you want to explain to the world at large? Yeah, well, if you saw it's on BAT, ta- did you see that? What? Last, did you see that? Oh, the one that did like 220? No, no, but there was a 208 GT4, which is the, that was the Italian That's market the tax car. Job, tax that, job, yeah, Dodge they, car. They only sold them in Italy. They made 840 cars, and it was designed to avoid a tax on cars of two liters in and higher in Italy in the 70s. And so uh, basically it's a it's underpowered compared to the three liter car, but it is a Euro car. So it's got the Euro bumpers and it's beautiful. Sure. So, and then everything has changed from silver to black or vice versa. So on the three liter car, that's the silver dashboard of my car, it's black. Right. On the 308, the, the grills are black and on, oh, on I my see. car okay. they're silver. I didn't know that. So okay. it's everything is reversed. And I happen to like the exposed silver grills a lot more. Sure. Anyway. So anyway, this some some guy like 
just sold a 208 on bring a trailer <laughs> okay. for like a hundred and sixty thousand, I think. Really? And it was it was converted to be a basically a fake 308. Right. Because it had a three liter engine. Oh, I see. And everything had been reversed black and silver. So the interior right. was silver, the grills were black. So I wonder if the I wonder if that's a price for a two oh eight or a three oh eight. It's crazy that someone paid that for that bastardized car. Well, yeah. It had a nice paint job, though. What color was it? It was a beautiful silver blue. Oh, that's I mean, nice. it was a really nice car. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like, it for that cool. kind of money, that's like all the money. You right. know, like you could that, buy like a really like minty. I mean, is that what a three? I had a 308, which I sold for all the money in the world at the time. And, yeah. And that, that car was a far nicer car than this. Because that was a proper 308. It had right. been gone through by caribou engineering. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I remember that you, car really well. And remember it was, it had been in some, the, it, it had been the in the University like of a, Texas. Yeah. It was like they, a, they used it as like a, like a, like it, an uh, automotive whorehouse for, uh, <laughs> for students to uh, learn at. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so you got the 208, the Alpine. Um, yeah. Oh. What's the Julieta Spider? Yeah, but what's the one the one that's at uh, Santo shop? Oh well, that so that's the the most special car that I. That's have. right. Um, I love that thing. It's a. I love you know, it, but I don't remember what it is. I don't, whatever it is, whatever that car is, I love it, man. I've always it, loved it's it. It's a it's an Abarth Simca thirteen hundred GT. Yeah, silver. Silver, and uh, it was originally red. Yeah. At some point, somebody repainted it silver. Um, it's got really amazing history. It was in the Targa Floria three times. Um, it has a lot of hill climb history. Didn't it also do the Gumball 3000? Yeah, yeah, it was actually, it was actually wrapped in a chrome foil. <laughs> yeah, Team and, Salamone uh, yeah. used to run that car. <laughs> I actually kind of love that guy. He, he, uh, I've seen him driving around Brooklyn in those cars, and when you see them on the road in Brooklyn, it's amazing. Someone referenced him on Instagram on my feed, and he immediately answered. Like I feel like I feel like <laughs> you should get him on this show. <laughs> Wait, isn't he like the Long Island like divorce lawyer? Yeah, yeah, who, has yeah, the, yeah. who has his wife? He calls the concubine. She's wearing like a super skin tight jumpsuit. Right, very problematic. Yep. Well, for for not for him, just culture <laughs> general. Yeah, like, just yeah. But for, for the world at large, maybe. Uh, okay, so you've got. Uh, so yeah, anyway, it has a lot of hill climb history. Right. Um, the coolest thing about the car, the, the reason that I really felt like I just had to have it when I first saw it was um, on the steering column, there are still all these lead seals from scrutineering of various events in the 60s oh, in Italy. Oh, that's so cool. You know, they would, you know, yeah. put this little lead seal and like press it. Yeah. And it's got like 20 of them. Really? Like, hanging down. Yeah, and they're still Good. there. And you, you never see that. Right. And I was that's like, cool. Oh my God. That's amazing. So yeah, when I saw that, I just... That's also kind of genius had, that uh, over, the, over the 60 years or so that it's existed, that people consistently made the choice to leave them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was lucky because the car ended up in a museum. Oh, so I see. So it was, it was basically, I don't know exactly when it was sort of decommissioned, but it was in the, the Rosso Marinello Museum in, in San Marino for probably 30 years. And so it didn't get raced. It didn't get crashed. It didn't get like messed up in the 80s right. when people were messing up cars like crazy. Right. So it, it was really lucky that somebody, this guy, had this car. Is in that the car ready at all? It's actually really close. <laughs> it's really close. You know what I always love? About like, you know that the Nut King. Yeah. So this we have a mutual friend called the Nut King, um, who spies themselves nuts. It's not a medical reason, and uh, and he always jokes with me because every time I have a car that's being fixed, I'm like, yeah, it's just two more weeks, just two more weeks, and then it's always like it's always two more weeks, but it go that stretches out to like six months. 
So well, what you've happened been... to my car, right. it was actually running and driving. Right. I rode in it. I didn't get to drive it yet because I wanted to not be responsible. It was like the very first time it was being driven right. at all. So I rode in it with with our mechanic and um, and it was great. I mean, it, it sounds amazing and, you know, it wasn't tuned yet. It was like popping a lot and stuff, but it made it kind of more exciting. Sure. So anyway, he was so then he was going through and starting to tune it and stuff. And it was like, oh, this is really almost close to being done. And then they kept having oil in the water. Right. So I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so like so they took the whole motor apart and it turned out that there was a sleeve that was done in the in in the past, like a sleeve job to uh, fix one of the cylinders. Right, and it had developed a really fine crack, <sighs> and so the car had to be uh, the motor block had to be resleeved. Right, and then they sent that out, and then the guy broke his arm. The guy who was resleeving <laughs> it, so it was like one thing after the next. So, uh, so anyway, is that has it been resleeved? No, he's still working on that. So. <laughs> it's a couple of weeks, just a couple of just weeks. Just a couple more weeks. So is that the full, is that the full, and then, oh, um, BMW X3. Yeah, that was a really special one. <laughs> Don't worry, it's the bird song of New York, man. That that sounded like it was in my head, though. I didn't what? hear, I don't hear it outside. There's nothing it outside. In... It's all in your head. Oh, okay. So wait, what is that, is that the full panoply? <clears throat> the X3 was great. The full cavalcade? It, it totally you shit the buying... bed so fast. Did it? I would never buy a four-wheel drive BMW that era. I'm sure some of your listeners would be like, what? Those are bulletproof. It's like, yeah, the engine is bulletproof. Didn't but you buy that it... to tow the track car? I, I did think I was going to tow with it, but uh, did not. But I did not. No. I would not tow with an X3. No, no, because the, <laughs> the transmission is the weak point of that car. Just and it's, too small. I had to sell it because, or I had to get rid of it, I should say. Did you, do, did you donate? I, I traded it in when I got my Volvo V90 wagon. <laughs> do you still need to have that anymore? I have it, yeah. And I had I put, a third, nice party, uh, put a third party uh, Blower? Hitch, hitch system on it. The NOS So system? I have trailered with that. Because okay. it's an XC90 underneath. It's exactly the same car. Is that nice to drive? It... It's not a sports car. Right. It's, it's very... Uh, yeah, but it's a wagon. It's very soft. The suspension is very soft. My wife likes driving it. She's happy with it. Um, I enjoy driving it on the highway. It's very comfortable. It's like beautifully appointed. But um, no, it's not like a... It's not a great handling car, in my opinion. <laughs> well, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure it was designed to be. A, I mean, yeah, like, like it's not... I don't think the Swedes went down to like Nürburgring. And were yeah. like, All no, right, but so. if you... If you uh, <laughs> Let's say you've got a like a BMW X5. I mean, that's a much better handling vehicle than the V9. The Audi is really nice to drive, except for all the constant issues I'm having with it. If only, if only, <laughs> if, we only could, if only we could pinpoint why you were having issues. <laughs> no, it's no, like all the problems I'm having since I got the car, I've always had electrical problems. Like, oh. it, and then they just disappear. Like, oh, the you know driver's side blinkers out. Oh, you know the passenger airbag doesn't work. Oh, and it's just all this stuff. Oh, I know what it is. What is it? Rats. <laughs> Do you think it could be rats? I read this article in the New York Times about how common it is for rats to sleep in your. Oh, I read that article. Day day. I read that too. <laughs> right, they've gotten a lot more aggressive in like their nesting habits. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what it's it probably is. rats. Oh, speaking of. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was very vigorous. <laughs> what you did. I'm really, ti- I'm really tired. Of don't throw it. Don't, don't give yourself a seizure doing that. <laughs> There's like a. <laughs> It was like this sort of grandmotherly wave. The lights go out, and then the sensor has to get triggered. So you know. So you wave your hands around, wave your yeah, hands like around. you just don't care. But wait, where do you store the Audi? In a the public lot. I would definitely. I would. The rats theory is not a bad theory. If it's electrical, that's not a bad but theory. But since I owned it, 
Since I, uh, I mean, maybe they probably was, have factory installed rats. Maybe. Yeah. Do you think it's factory? Oh, it's a factory option rat. It's probably an option. Do you think get the bubonic plague factory option rat? Maybe it just blows the fleas into the into the into the car through the AC unit. Nothing would surprise me at this point. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for coming, man. Well, good to see you. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> so wait, didn't you have like a classic Mustang? I do. Oh, that's I right. Do. Yeah, I, I have a. It's one of six hundred. <laughs> Here we go. Go and tell well, us no, why. A, no, hold on, hold on. I'm going to pull from memory from the first time you uh, came through. Uh-huh. It's a K code Mustang, is it that's not? Right. It's K code. What? what? K code. I love saying K code. <laughs> so is, that, is that the like? It's, like, it's like a North Carolina like ac- auctioneer guy. Like, oh, it's a K code. <laughs> I always like so, that way. So, so but, what, uh, is yeah. that special K code? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very special. Why? Very, very, very special. Very, very special. special Phil. Uh, it was the factory high performance version of the Mustang. Oh, I see. So okay. it was all the Shelby Mustangs were built off of K codes, and so it was like the highest performance variant you could order from Ford, basically. And um, How many this is a they very. Make? They made a total of like thirteen thousand <laughs> cars from the first car to uh, sixty-seven. <laughs> K-code uh, cars of K-codes. That's I out see. of like a million Mustangs. Okay. It's actually a really tiny. <laughs> actually, Phil, uh, <laughs> I'll have you know. Do you not actually? But, but this car is you. a sixty-four and a half K-code, which is really early, and it it's one of the first hundred cars in the K-code registry. Very so unusual cool. uh, door sill trim, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that, Phil? I mean, I'm you know I'm a big Mustang guy. Yeah, you know it's got square corners on it. Square corners. <laughs> It's, what, what's, yeah. Wait, what's that? Square corners? The 64 door. and a half cars have square corners on the door sill <laughs> plates, and the later cars have rounded corners. I love that. That's genius. It's so stupid. So how many but do they make with square corners? You have to know. That I don't know. What? I don't know. I mean, we don't have they, a good way of All 64 that. and a half cars, I think, have the square corners. So, <laughs> but K-Code, so No, but K-Code is like a, for Mustang people, that's... Very well, like, it's like getting an M car, right. basically. Uh, or so, how or is Veloce, that? How, how do you like alpha guy? Veloce. It's, like, it's how, like that equivalent of that. How do you like driving that compared to the other Italian? It's really stuff? nice. It's a nice change. See, that's the thing with my cars, and we get into this, but about like why you like certain things, sure. right? But I like a collection where each car gives you a different emotional experience, yeah, gives you a different like time period like what which one fills like, you with does there one that fills you with rage no, <laughs> the x3 i was looking the for X3. something that would fill me with a lot of anger actually it's really funny because when i first got the x3 i was so happy with it because it was it was i'd never owned a modern car right 2006 it felt like oh my god this is so Look nice at this. Like, it's a radio i got heated seats in here it's <laughs> right. like you know right but uh no i like the idea that of like time travel and about being transported to a different place in time and so each car that I have in my collection, it, it's really important to me that it, it like gives you a different feeling. That's right. why I can never understand people that collect like Only a million like variants. Yeah, like right. like oh, I have like twelve different nine six fours. Right. It's like it's funny as you say it, that. I know I that there. I know I get it. It's like you know different colors and it's cool, but it doesn't do it for me because I, I want to have a totally different experience. I was I actually totally I was thinking about this, this yesterday because I went from a guy who was all Group B. So now I'm doing the the Bradley collection. So I have the Bajero, which is like an off-road Jeep kind of Paris Dakar thing. The then, I've got, then I've got the Shamal, yeah. which is a GT. Yep. Then the Jag, which is a sort of supercar. Yep, yep. Um, the Guara, which is like a concept car, bit of lunacy. Yeah, it's like a design piece. Um, 
So they're all kind of doing different things. Yeah. Which is interesting because I've never owned a collection. Well, you had, when I first met you, you had a bit more variety because you had a 246 Dino. Oh, yeah, that's true. You had the Flaminia Zagato. Uh, Zagato. Zagato. <laughs> uh, you had... Um, Don't you feel like half the reason to own Italian cars so you can say the name of it in like a ridiculous uh, voice? I, no. What? I, I've never seen it marketed as such, but... I feel like the, for me, that's such a great joy. I just find it frustrating because then people, like, they... Uh, they get they mad. like, pretentious or something. You know what, though? Fuck it, man. You've got to lean into it. Like, the Lancia Flaminia Sportsagato. No one's going to think you're pretentious. They may think you're crazy. Well, I, I have people that I will remain nameless that are constantly like, oh, how's the Alpina? <laughs> Christ, not an Alpina. It's, right. Yeah, you go, it's a Renault Alpine. Yeah. Do you know how to say A110 in French? A110. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, you should do it full French. Yeah. And just wait till they go, what? <laughs> it's a Renault. Renault Alpine A110. Just say it like that when they say, what? come on, just in one go. Like it's a like a verbal burp. Yeah. I'll try that next time. Oh, yeah, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, so what, sure. what feeling does that car give you? The Alpine? Yeah. That car, it is really special feeling like you you feel no but it's very low right it's super you know the steering is just super direct and like you know mo you move your hands like this much and the car just goes into the corner it's like the best also, steering of any car i've ever driven. and you wear it yeah you yeah really you're, laid, you're laid back your feet are actually up the way that they designed it the floorboard is like shaped like this and so you're actually in a more of a cockpit-like position. Like an F1 not, sort of situation. You're not situation. sitting down like this. It's like you're, you're the gynecologist. Yeah, you're, you're in stirrups. <laughs> yeah, it's like being in an F1 car. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's it's designed to be more like you're in a monoposto. And then also, if you're on the passenger side, the floor is also shaped that way. And what I realized is they, they designed it for rallying. So the, the angled part of the floor, if you put your feet on that as the passenger, your knees are up and you could put a root book right on your knees and you're kind of like... This. Oh, it's genius. And it's, yeah, it's super comfortable. So instead of having your feet like hyperextended the whole time and then you're holding this book, like, instead you're, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Planted. I never realized that. Yeah, yeah. I discovered it like by accident when I was on Copper State <laughs> and I was the passenger right. and I was like, oh my God, this is so comfortable. Right. I can hold this root book. You know what I love about yeah. the A110 also is yeah. the, aside from the exterior, which is the most beautiful piece of design, the interior is so above its weight in terms oh, of, it's of like such a the, cool interior. Yeah, the like gauges the, are, are basically Ferrari gauges. Right. Uh, are, they, are they Velia or are they? Yeah, yeah. Are they, are they Longines? They, no, they're Velia. <laughs> Velia gauges. Uh, and I have the early gauges that have the ring. So right. it's just like a 250 series right. Ferrari. That's what I had. I had a ring. Wait, the silver ring around the edge? No, no. I mean, like the, the numbers are printed on a like Oh, a I see. Okay, ring. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the corduroy seats, which I love. I didn't have corduroy. I had the quilty. I think uh, it's uh, Corduroy. Corduroy. <laughs> Okay, listen. Next <laughs> no, time no, we but go, the corduroy I, okay. seats uh, to totally make it for me, and then Here, the quilted uh, bolsters. Here's the here's what so has to happen. Good. Next time we go to any kind of car event, and you're in the A110, all when you're describing, you have to do the full French. Just Can you smoke. commit to that? I have to smoke. A Gaulois, you have got to. I'd be on these corduroy seats. You must commit to it. Can we get it? Okay, on? I'll get it. All right, fine. Thanks, man. Because you're the I'll master. You're, you're the man of a thousand voices. So I, you're right, though. That car you wear. In a way that uh, very few cars I've ever owned. Have, uh, no, it really is a race car on the yeah. road. And and actually, that I bought this French magazine that had a comparison test between the Alpine A110 <laughs> and the uh, and the Porsche 911. Okay. 
and you know those are very comparable cars that sure. you know uh, you know both rear engine etc and they were basically it was being very French it was like it was like well the 911 is uh, very bourgeois and uh, very comfortable right but this is a bolide for the road <laughs> bolide is yeah. an amazing word <laughs> bolide so, is like a is that a cannonball like a I musket don't know what it, I think it's it a means race ball. car but yeah yeah I don't oh. know what it, I don't know what the original, it might mean right. like a bullet or like a cannonball. I, don't I know. would take an A110 any day over a 911 just because I feel like it's such a beautiful thing. And also, and nobody has one. Right. And you don't see them around much. Yeah. Um, I miss that car. It's actually been Oh, that was terrifying really taking on highways. I don't mind it. It has a, mine has a five speed. Right. Uh, but the fifth gear is not like that long. So you could still like. Well, I found I used to know. get blown around like trucks would go past you to go and you move like yeah, two feet true. to the left. Yeah, that, that is true. It can be like a little bit like that. A little bit of you a have to You have to really carefully monitor the tire pressure. Oh, really? Yeah. It's <laughs> like when we were on the Copper State, we were on the Baghdad Highway. Yeah. Uh, and I was driving and I, I drove this car as fast as possible. And we were in the middle of the desert. Remember that road? It's like, yeah, yeah. it's really like you're in a Wiley Coyote cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and the cop, ha- you know, the, the highway patrolman had like waved us past. So he was like behind us, like way behind. So yeah. I was like, oh, there's no one around. And I, I just, just went as fast as possible. Right. And it, it yeah, over like 90 on a two lane road, it starts to like <laughs> float a little bit. It's funny because I, <laughs> and, t- and, but you do, I did notice that when we played around with the tire pressures in the first day and it, it we, we lowered them a bit and it, it improved it. I noticed that so. in the Stratos on the Copper State, like at, 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 like at 80 or 90 miles an hour, it felt super light in the front. It was really, it was <laughs> yeah. really alarming. I, would think <laughs> it was, so. it yeah. was, I remember looking at that king, go, okay, you know what, maybe we should take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah. By the way, bolide. Yeah, what does it mean? What does it mean? Racing car. Oh shit! Direct translation. Well yeah. done. But I don't know what the origin of the word. The etymology. The Matt. Etymology. Oh, I didn't. I, I just did Google. Hello. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you're probably yeah, right. You're probably is, right. Uh, race car. Yeah. Are there any cars you've regret that you've that you've had that you regret selling? Well, I had the this GTV six. Oh, yeah. uh, which was my first car that I ever bought like by myself. Like uh, I had lived in New York for a number of years and no car as one does. And, uh, and I just really wanted to have a car. I just was like, Oh, I need to have a car. I want to go driving on the weekends. And I had like a $5,000 budget. And like, that's all I could get. It was red with the gray rockers. And it was like a matte finish paint job. And I was actually like a really solid car. Uh, and like really gave me very few problems. It was a really reliable car. But anyway, the same car that, uh, that, um, uh, guy has, he has a couple of those, right? Yeah, now he, he has he has yeah. two. He has one GTV six and one Alfetta GTV. Which is the yellow one? The GTV six. This friend, mutual friend of ours, um, guy, Sagai of Ultra Bulk. Yeah. <laughs> so I drove that GTV six, and it was amazing. They're, I didn't. They're, I didn't uh, really, they're amazing car. Well, yeah. you had the SZ though, which is the same basic car. I yeah, think. but like fifty thousand tons heavier. Is it heavier? It, I must. I mean, be. it must be with it, all that I mean, fiberglass. <laughs> I mean, remember lifting the the bonnet oh on the God. on the S. I will yeah. say though that having driven the GTV6, having driven the Milano slash you know seventy five, right, and driven the SZ that you had, that was definitely the best of the transaxle alphas. Oh, I was it? Driven. Yeah, it felt lighter. It felt it felt more like on edge. Right, uh, and I loved it. I thought it was great. The SZ. Yeah, you know who designed the chassis? Oh, uh, I should know this. 
Oh, I uh, see. That's that's uh, vigorous. Uh, uh, the guy no. who did the 037 chassis. Oh, okay. That but I can't me. remember his name. Jujaro. Jujaro. Actually, Jujaro <laughs> did design the GTV6, the Alfetta. Did he? Yeah. It was a, he, he never wanted his name on it, though. So he, How do you know that? So I, because I was into the history. So <laughs> basically, a, he when, when he, he left uh, Bertone, right? And he went to start Ital Design. And yeah. it was one of his first projects that he did like on his own um, and for Alpha. And uh, he didn't like how it was coming out. And he was like, I don't want to be associated with this project. Oh, he took his name off the movie, like yeah, the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. They didn't give him final cut, so he didn't. <laughs> he was like, forget it. He, he, yeah, exactly. So even to this day, I don't think he looks at it as like his design. Have you ever seen interviews but with him? But if you look at the iguana, yeah. remember the iguana? Yeah. That's Etel design. Right. It's basically the road going... I feel like I feel iguana. like a lot. I feel it, like it's exactly like the iguana. I feel it's like just, between Jujaro and Gandhi, they had like six designs in their portfolio, and they would just keep shopping them and shopping them until someone was like, "Okay, because have you seen that?" It you takes know a that, lot of work to design a car. No, I'm you know? sure <laughs> I could crack, crack one out in a day. Um, but you know that um, you know the the Ferrari that ended up. You know the Fiat X19. Yes. I so, know. are you familiar with that? Yeah. So, there's a Ferrari that looks like that. I celebrate the man's entire catalog. <laughs> but do you know what I'm talking about? The Ferrari that looks just like the X19, but a yeah. little bit larger. You mean the uh, 308 GT4? No, 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 no. A concept car. <laughs> oh, the Rainbow. Yes, that's it. Yeah. 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 It's just like the X19. But that came after the X19. Did it? Yeah. You can check. The rainbow, I think, oh, was from 1980. The it was, Ferrari Rainbow. What, what the the reason no, they did the rainbow was they wanted. I think Bertone wanted to get the project to design the car that came after the 308 GT4. So they reskinned a GT4 oh, with that body, and it had this weird roof that went like this. That's yeah. why they called it the rainbow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and uh, I think that they failed to get the project, and then Pininfarina ma made it into the Mondial, which is the car that came after the oh, GT4, yeah. which is I not my favorite. No, design. I want a Mondial. I don't like the side vent. I love those. I it think looks like a, like the vent that's inside the dryer that like pulls the air. <laughs> like plastic so like vent. Lint. You think you take it out? This yeah, lint it's like you a lint trap. You pull it off and you like take the lint. I really, I think a that's the air cleaner. It's got the only wool air cleaner <laughs> that you. <laughs> There's always a sock stuck yeah. to the yeah. inside. <laughs> yes. I actually think that the ins the Mondial Coupe, uh, yeah, like the, a silver. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's the T, the label yeah, the, the, the body color yeah. bumper. Yeah. I think that's a really nice looking car uh, with maybe, a, uh, you know, um, a tobacco interior. The interior is nice. I yeah. like the seats. Very cushy. Yeah. Well, I'm reach. I'm I, you know, I've gotten obsessed now with like Bentley Arnages and stuff. Yeah. Why is that? Because I'm approaching my dotage. I really want to see this happen because I love those cars. <laughs> I like them too. There's nothing but then, wrong with them, but I just don't, I can't get interested by them. Well, that's because you're 10 years younger than you. You're in your 60s. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Here's the problem. He's going to get that car and he's going to go full uh, Bill Mar like Bill Murray and Rushmore. See, that's the only reason I think it's cool Wait, is because what did, of that movie. What did, what you're going to run over kids' bicycles with yeah, it. Yeah. Like, oh. like, like you were going to become a full bastard, not just a bastardo. Right. <laughs> like, gonna be. I forgot about that. That's good. I could take it to the burbs and run over kids' lawn toys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Let's make that I, happen. Can I, we get a, I, I like we get a sponsor cars, for that? I, I just feel like Bentley. it's... Mobile one. <laughs> just feel like you have to have one, like, ironically. Yeah. Well, um... Uh, you know what actually I've been thinking about? I feel like ty uh, color absolves 
a lot of sin, the right color. Like I was thinking about, okay, we're talking earlier about Tyler, the creator. So he has all these pastel cars. He sh- yeah. he has, he just got an 80s rolls, but in this pastel yellow. Oh, that's a nice car. Which I know. He, yeah, and I was like, well, oh, why don't you get a Camargue? Well, that I think that's what he got. That, he's, that's a cool. So he, he okay, if me, you're gonna get yeah, one of these geezer cars, me, but I think, I, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if you get like an '80s, there car, was a black Camargue for sale. Camargue. It was owned by Sammy Davis Jr. and oh, it was like cool. Bonham's had it, I think, and right. it was like it was like nothing money too. It was like I don't remember what it was. It was like thirty grand or something for like a freaking Rolls Royce Camargue <laughs> owned by Sammy Davis. Like, how can you say no to that, right? I. <laughs> I, I just thought that was so cool. If I if I just had unlimited resources and space, I would have just been like, "A Sammy Davis Jr. Why not? Yeah, why not? Right?" And it <laughs> was you know gorgeous I mean? like, in the black. But that's the it thing, though. Really good. But that's the thing. If you like get a like dark a, red interior, if you get like an off a weird pastel, then suddenly it makes the it makes you, it absolves you of all sins. Like if you got a a, a Camargue, uh, <laughs> I love saying that word in like whatever, like a pastel, you would it like a like a violet, like a light. You know, people would never think you were a dick but driving that car. was that, that the car. real color? The pale the yellow that he well, got? Well, I know he has that 131 Abarth that's in pink, which yeah. can't possibly be that's a color, That's so. original. They made three. No. No. So but then he's got the... Then he's got <laughs> Shenanigans. The, then he's got the Lancia Delta in baby blue. Okay. Uh, I think that takes balls, man. I really admire that. I well, respect so, that. So if we get you on the Bentley train, yeah, right? And you get your little two-door Bentley of sorts. Le train bleu. The Bentley, the <laughs> Bentley. What weird color would you do? I feel like I, I'm. I've been dying to do a pastel car for years. Um, I think you'd have to go pastel, like an Arnage. You mean or an eighties one? No, like an Arnage. Yeah, I think I've, the Arnage just is, it suits you a little bit more. I would like, get the Mulsanne Turbo. Mulsanne, which was like an eighties one. But I feel like it was sort of the thing, first of the new look of like things the, that, the boxy. Oh, right. Where yeah, like yeah, the Rolls right. Royce and the Bentley were basically indistinguishable yeah. from each other. But I feel like aren't those just nightmares? Like they never work yeah. and all the rest of it? They're all, they're a secret. They're all nightmares. <laughs> okay, you know what I'd love to do? Get a Bentley or whatever it is from the 80s or even 70s would be great. And then full electric. Because that's really what the best drivetrain for those cars anyway. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it's intended that, for. That would actually solve a lot of our problems. Yeah. That, okay, yeah. done. And they're meant to be. They're meant to be silent anyway. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. They're supposed to be super. Then I mean, yeah. The, yeah so At adequate power. <laughs> no real <laughs> horsepower right. rating. That's adequate. It's adequate. Plus, that's you right. could then drive in central London with it. Yeah, I think that's the whole use case scenario. Is if you're like a rich guy and you want to drive in central London at any time. Right. You have an EV. It's version pretty, of whatever cool car you like and then you know you don't have to pay or you don't have to worry about. You know, it's pretty amazing. Like when I went to LA the last time I was there, Magnus. I was waiting at the airport. He said, I'll come pick you up. And he came in his uh, 70s rolls. Oh, yeah. So for one minute, I was just some old he, geezer. What is he wearing? A bowler hat and a Did, uniform? No, 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 no. No, but one minute, I'm just some old geezer waiting for like an Uber. And next minute, there's a rolls pulling up. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, it was just amazing. <laughs> it's like people seeing people like look. And it's an old one in that beautiful, like dark green. It's really a correct. Well, they're very beautiful cars yeah, in their own are. way. But I just don't have any desire to own one. You, I feel like it's going to, it's coming for you. Mm. It's coming. The closest thing to like a, that, that I would want is it a Spada. Which was meant to be the high-speed Rolls-Royce right. of the future, basically. Have you seen the pink one? Oh, yeah. That's I cool. saw that car at Vincenzo's shop years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The lady that owned yeah. it used to service it there. Yeah. And it, I, I love that car. In I pink, it's amazing. Did it, what did it sell for? It was just on Bring a Trailer like last week. Oh, really? Yeah. It's did amazing. You, you in, it, that, that's the original color, right? 
No, she painted it that color, but like ages ago. So, oh. so for me, that as a from a historian point of view, it's like that is the color for that car because right. the original owner was she original owner? Yeah, or like she bought it like maybe used. I don't, right. I don't know, but oh. So that car, uh, yeah. which is a '74 Espada Series Three five speed, mm-hmm. sold for. Um, wait, let's have a guess. And, I'm gonna and say, it did sell. It didn't. It it, did, it, it, it met reserve. It did, okay, say, I lied. Bid two. I'm going to say okay. went to uh, uh, 196. Uh, I'm going to guess bid to 88. Uh, no, no, bid to 95,000. Okay, so uh, you're way over. <laughs> you're under 115. 500. Okay. okay. Is that what a goes for now? I think Espadas go for more. I, I was deliberately low because I was like, oh, it didn't sell and it's a weird color. So maybe if that, so, on that day, if someone yeah, wanted. So, but I, yeah, like I think 120 to 160 is kind of what I would pre- love Previous that. sales. Yeah. Uh, this year there was one for 172. Oh, uh, that's pretty strong. October of last year, 215. Wow. Whoa. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when we first met, they were at like Gullwing for like 35,000. Yeah, that's you know? right. But then like, <laughs> everything was at Gullwing for 35 grand. But like after that, it really falls off on BAT, like a hundred grand. I love that. Like one car, you one car will do 200 grand and every Espada owner in America says, Mine's all, they're all worth 200 grand. Well, that was the thing with that, with that GT4 auction. It was like every, when the, oh. there were a couple of like high dollar GT4 sales and yeah. every, every long suffering Dino GT4 owner's like, <laughs> Ah, finally, my uh, chickens are coming home. That's right. Still, yeah. Well, because it does, it does, it does give you some kind of feeling of like of justification, like when some yeah, yeah they all some... laughed at me, but now look yeah. at me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, go home, point out to the wife. She's like, "Great, sell it." You're like, "Oh, that's shit. exactly what my wife shit. says." She says, "Okay, good, sell it." I'm waiting for the guara. Someone yeah. posted on some guy uh, on Instagram. You posted, have to make the market for that. Film. Well, well, some guy on Instagram, an Australian, he has a uh, thread on Instagram. He had posted the, a, a thing about the Guara and said, "Oh, it's selling." There's one selling, I think, in Australia for five hundred sixty thousand Australian dollars. And I did the conversion. That's like three hundred grand US. And I was like, "Listen, man, if I could sell my car for three hundred grand, I'd be delighted." <laughs> that's a well, big, you, that's a big figure. But you hold two percent of the entire Guara market. How many between were made, and Phil? Str- between, How many were made? Well, between me and Strahan, four percent. They made eighteen BMW engine cars. Yeah, but fifty total, I think. Right? Is that the total? Yeah, but that's but it's like a mixture of like coupes. What was and the other? Hurdles. What was the other engine that they used? The Ford. Side? But Ford the like, Ford engine's five hundred pounds heavier. It's crazy. That's like two people. It's uh, that's called <laughs> no, that's called mechanical grip. <laughs> it's downforce yeah. it's downforce but how much more power does it have or does it have less power um, it has a little bit more power but not enough to counterbalance counteract the 500 pounds <laughs> of extra yeah. weight no, how can an engine be 500 I mean the BMW is aluminium well yeah iron uh, versus aluminum yeah that would, really that much of a difference I mean, I, iron saying. weighs a lot more per, per cubic <laughs> inch I should know as a Mustang owner. <laughs> That's right. American Iron. Okay, so is there anything that you're dying to buy? Um, the Guara. I really, I've always wanted a Fiat Dino Coupe 2400. Oh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm dying to buy one. There's nothing I'm dying to buy right now. Right. Although I will say that. Um, well, the moment you decide you want to buy it, then Yale want to buy it. <laughs> I think that the. Uh, uh, the euro thing makes a pretty compelling case, though. For as uh, in the low, the, yeah. I mean, it's coming Europe. up again. It's coming right. up again now, but uh, it's still at like a pretty historic low. So it was one to, for one for a minute. It was like yeah, one. Yeah, we had parity 
for like the first time in 20 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Some that makes a pretty compelling case to like find something. Oh, didn't you uh, just, uh, can you talk about you? I see. Okay, we can't talk about that. <laughs> oh, there's a secret. Oh, uh, you no, really? You have no secrets. Well, come on uh, then. You can't really? Come yet. on. I don't want to jinx uh, it. I, I mean, this, w- this okay. will air at a later date than today. That's true. So. That's true. All right. You don't have to jinx it. No, I don't want to jinx it. Yale said he was looking into getting one. Yeah, I know. Yale, uh, I didn't tell him I was buying it. <laughs> <laughs> this mystery thing. Buying mystery this mystery thing. thing. It's, it's a got, thing. It's, it's, a car, it's, a, it's a car that I really love. I've been obsessed with low-key for a few years now. And now... Is it a cactus? A cactus? The cactus? A Renault cactus? cactus? I actually like the... No, it's a Citroën cactus. Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like the cactus. cactus. I like it too. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I do. You know, you know the plastic cladding yeah, and everything. I think that's. They, I made, love they made plastic cladding great again. They they, <laughs> they picked up the drop torch from Saturn. I, <laughs> I could see you with a Twingo. I love the Twingo. I like a, a Tweezy or think, Yeezy. I think, what I is think it actually the twing, Jeezy. If you if you Twinsy? could bring in Twinsy? Twingos and electrify them at a reasonable cost, I feel like you could sell them in New York. Like people oh, you're would be right. so into it. You're right. Well, but I mean, they thought they were going to do that with smart cars. Yeah. yeah but Twingos have Twingos such, have much more they style. Have, they have shell. They do. The problem is you yeah. can't park them like a motorcycle, even though they technically fit. Parking well, smart cars, you're not allowed to do. Yeah, you're you not allowed you, to. Can you bring in a Tweezy or, ye, or Sneezy? Yeezy, what's the it Yeezy? called? The, the that was the Kanye West car. How, <laughs> how old are they? No, they're super new, but oh. I mean, no, can you not bring in no. like as a moped or something? I don't think so. I doubt it very much. Um, there's oh, you, 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 you could open up a dealership. What is your opinion on uh, <laughs> Nissan uh, Skyline GTRs? Do you want one of those? No. Uh, although I was talking to someone the other day. You know what the thing is about? I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm probably going to get my nuts minced for saying this, but minced, minced. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like I'm just not that inspired by the design. Mm. overall mm. like especially the new ones i wish like the new i know the modern nissan gtr is an amazing piece of kit mechanically but every time i see them i just think ah it's just a bit uninteresting yeah it's true i i was talking more about the uh the old the early the ones, haku, yeah. haku, well that, those are sweet that's i would cool. totally want a hakusuka, hakusuka that's it, it those are really yeah. expensive now i'm sure like really expensive yeah you know what i like is a i would get a toyota um God, I can't remember 2000 anything. GT. No. Oh, that's pretty Those cool. are beautiful cars. No, no. They're, yeah, they're the like a million dollars though, no. or more. So. A million bucks. No, what's the one with the gullwing doors? Auto Sienna, Zam? Sierra. Toyota Sierra. AutoZam AZ1? No, no, no. Toyota Sierra. How well, what about the... Google that. Because that's where, that's where what's it say? So did the McLaren F1 got the inspiration for the oh, doors okay. from? Which is what every, every Toyota Sierra owner tells you. I don't know if you know this, but because uh, <laughs> it's like the. Are you but, sure it was a Sierra? Do a Toyota Gullwing doors. Okay. See and see from what, what era? Uh, the nineties. It's yeah. really cool. Did anything come up? What Toyota has but oh the Sarah we Sarah, started Sarah, yeah, Sarah. Sarah. yeah I mean, I Richard Sarah edition <laughs> it's made of <laughs> tours are it's iron made, and they just, it's made of it's uh, very heavy uh, yeah. it's very yeah. heavy yeah it's kind of rusty yeah what about the GTR that was done by Ital Design Bertone or something that was it, it was a uh, Ital Design it was Ital oh, Design oh they just yeah. did that right yeah yeah, yeah. A few years ago. I, I mean I thought look I thought I, it was, I didn't I thought it was better um but I still didn't it still didn't all these ads on this page I pulled up but like I mean I think it's better but it's okay. Yeah, it, it just, I don't know. The like, back is, there's a lot going on. Yeah. They were also something I mean, there's insane, also like, that new uh, DeLorean they just did, which is horrific. Yeah, I don't. 
You know, I love the DeLorean. Yeah, the, the I re- love the DeLorean too. I right. think it's a it, it's a shame that it's associated with that movie. I always say the same thing because it, it made would it be a joke considered car. like a design masterpiece. Right. Otherwise, I actually it, think it's it, one of his best designs because there's, yeah. there's really no it's pure. there's no bad angle on that car. Yeah. every part of that car is genius. And you see it. Uh, there's actually one that lives in my hometown. Really? Yeah. And it's just like occasionally just parked on the street for oh, no. So great. And it's it just sticks out like it's like whoa you know like it's, it's amazing. It's no, crazy. I'm with you all. I always I say exactly the same thing. It, if it had been just some car that people sort of forgotten about, then it would be amazing. Yeah. Because it's always now it's just a joke movie car. Yeah, and also people like there's a lot of like groupthink. This is another thing about like I, I could go on about, but I just hate how groupthink uh, permeates certain subjects and like in the car world and then right. everybody says oh well you don't want one of those because da 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 and you're like that, that wasn't even true so about what i was re- well i'll give What's you an example i was just DeLorean? i was well that it, well it was a shitty car like but the I've engine heard it sucked was, it but wasn't, didn't it wasn't had no power and was that, all is, that, that is that not all but kind like, of true but who cares it's like an incredibly cool car well, look, I mean, I'm the, yeah, I own like the peak group think car, the 220. But like, does it have to be? Like, <laughs> I should have been a, should have been a V12. There's no car from like 1980 that had tons of horsepower, period. Like maybe. Well, that's not, well. There's it's probably not, like one or two. But it's, hang on. It's not. I don't a, even know how, how much does a Countach have in that. Yeah, but it's not a tons of horsepower thing. It's that that car was also super heavy. And well, it was, it was a, a Renault engine. Yeah, it, it was, was a the, Volvo, uh, it was the, the BP. V, the, VSD or whatever the hell they call it. <laughs> engine. The PVD. P- P- yeah, yeah. <laughs> PCP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, was the, it was the DVD. It was the DVD it 6. It was the DVD. Yeah. yeah. It was the HDML. <laughs> That's right. Engine. It was the six-cylinder Bluetooth. 85 Countach, apparently. 85 Countach. According to the internet search here. 449 horsepower. Okay. You know That's had a lot, lot of horsepower. You know it had a lot of horse? But I think that... It, the Shamal. Shamal. That had a... Okay, so the Shamal was one of the fastest cars... You could buy for any price when it was new. Yeah, it, that, you know, that's had, a, it was a really fast car. It's a really fast. But I'm car just saying now. that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, by 1980 standards, right. how much horsepower? It does wasn't the like a have? common thing for lots of cars to have lots of horsepower. It right. just wasn't common. I know, but the DeLorean. Even like the I new think, Corvette I, I mean, from like 1980 I, didn't have. I think the problem with the DeLorean was well, it, it, it was a hundred thirty horsepower. <laughs> yeah, that's like a typical. That's that, I mean, here's the thing. It was. It How had much, it uh, had fast car styling, right, and then dog shit speed, right. So that's the problem. Like dog it, shit. It, it, dog shit. Yeah, like it, it. You didn't get what you thought you were. But getting. like, right. does that make you not want to own one? No, now? no, no. I mean, no. Look. Like, what are you gonna do with that car if it had three hundred horsepower? The problem with owning wouldn't... one now is that everyone thinks you're gonna show up dressed as Doc Brown. Right. That's the. It's so. It's totally <laughs> and have true. Like a bunch of props. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's totally the problem. That's, it's, that's exactly right. Like that's why that film. Ru- you know, do you know? Originally, they had planned to use a refrigerator as a time machine. Yeah. And then they got. They were worried that like kids would lock themselves in the refrigerator and kill them. So they went and got a DeLorean yeah, instead. That's yeah. exactly. I do right. remember that that it was sort of a joke that it was a DeLorean, like at the time. Oh, maybe. It was kind of like, oh yeah, they got a like a DeLorean. To, well, because like, the DeLorean was. I remember a, my dad kind of being like dismissive about. Well, because the DeLorean it was had, a failed company. Yeah, it was a failed company, and the car had gotten such shit reviews. Um, well, that whole thing about him, like with the drugs and stuff. Right, he, like, was, he was trying like, to make a he drug. Was totally entrapped by the FBI. I've met to Mrs. DeLorean. Did you? A couple of times. She married a guy I know, a car geezer oh. I know. So well, she anyway. stayed on theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, he, he was like entrapped basically. 
Uh, and, and then still people are like, oh yeah, he was a drug dealer. It's like, he was not a drug dealer. He was trying to raise money for He was a just company. doing a couple of bumps. No, no it, he, was, just, he was actually, he was a VC guy. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he, he was he just, just investing in a pharmaceutical company to make a return to then just, finance He just company. needed a little pick me up <laughs> and anyway, he, he was sleepy. There's just a lot of group. <laughs> but, but, there's, but look, there's always group thinking. I mean, that's what's fascinating about it's cars so in particular tiresome. is that they follow these, these, these sort of like, look, I mean, it's with the Shamal or the 220, these mythologies follow cars for decades and people just kind of repeat them. Like, I know, it's a liturgy. I hate the like repeating. It's, it's like they're priests in the church repeating this liturgy about a car they've never owned, never driven, never seen. But yeah. then they, but somehow all these mythologies I know, are real. It drives real. me absolutely insane. And like, it's, it's like, and if you go back to the source of it, it's usually like a British you journalist. Know it is? George it's, a, Soros. it's a British automotive journalist who hated it in the 70s. Yeah. Like the Dino GT4, like maligned for so many years. That? Yeah. They like the, the auto car review or whatever said it was ugly and whatever. And then there was like, yeah, but oh, didn't yeah, everybody people, said they were ugly. Didn't people like, like driving that car though? Yeah. Because that's a good, that's a really yeah, great driving car. Yeah, it's a great car. driving car. Yeah. But, um, well, also, but I get, you know what though? I totally understand or like, why people. Or like the whole thing about Italian ape. Oh, with the you long know, arms? Well, like that, that, oh, like Italian cars have terrible driving position. Because he's some fucking tall English guy, <laughs> like 30 years ago, 50 years ago, was like, oh, I can't fit in his car. And it's like, an Italian oh, ape. Hang on know? a minute. It's like, right, hang on a minute. Like, it oh, is yeah, true. It, it is true. They that, fit that, me perfectly. That's because you're an Italian ape. I am. Well, I'm not Italian, but I am an ape. <laughs> but I, I, I fit perfectly you're in those cars. You're enough. You're Simeon, you're Simeon-esque. But, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> But it's true that I, I always have to, like, in the Shamal, like, the steering wheel could be, like, two inches closer. I could do it with a couple of extra Yeah, but inches. you got to hold it at the bottom. That's the key. What? That's the Italian style. Is it? Yeah, well, I was reading Where did you read thing. that? In a magazine in the 70s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil. Yeah, did, actually. actually. No, yeah, when, I, when I... The seven and four. When I had the... Uh, I'll tell you the story. Okay. So I, I was reading about GTV6s when I had one. And the GTV6 has this steering wheel that's at this really weird angle. And people are always complaining that you can't, like, hold it properly at nine and three. And um, there was an article describing... Well, 10 and 2 is even higher. It's so, 915, 330. Yeah, 10 after 10. <laughs> uh, there was an article describing this road test that the guy did at Balocco, which is the Italian, the test track for Alfa Romeo. And he's describing that the, the factory test drivers were holding the wheel like this. And they were like, <laughs> you know, like swerving the car around and they're holding it like this. And they're just driving like this the whole time. And it was like perfect, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, that's oh. the mistake. And, I, and then I started holding the wheel that way. And then the car was awesome. Which car is this? The GTV6. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's the... Maybe I should... You know what? I'm gonna, next time I'm driving the Shamal, I'm going to do that. I'm going to hold it. What, well, what is that? Like group seven thing. and seven that's and four? That's another groupthink thing. This, this idea that you're supposed to hold your hands exactly like this and never lift them off the wheel ever. And like, oh, shuffle steering. Oh, oh, you can't shuffle steer. What are you, an idiot? No, no, no. You've got to have one hand on the watch, wheel and one hand watch, holding like, the cigarette. Of, uh, I was watching this footage of uh, Jean Ragnotti. Who is the? He was the uh, the guy that, that he 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 rallied the, the R five turbos right. in, the, in the Group B. Yeah, and he's like shuffle steering like all over the place, is and he? he's driving the shit out of these cars, and he's like his hands are like moving around the wheel, and he's 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 got it like this, and he's. I didn't even know that that was it was called shuffle steering. Yeah, 
But it's just another example of the groupthink because the people. Are, I, but I remember years ago, I made this video, and then people were like criticizing, <laughs> like you know, keep your hands like this. It's like you're an idiot. But this is this is. But look, that's how humanity works. People tend to just repeat things they've heard. They make generalizations. They talk about things of which they know nothing. That's yeah, just how yeah. humanity works. Because it was told to them. Right? It was told yeah. to them and handed down to them. And yeah. I mean, I was for I was. Um, I mean, I do. Some guy I know has a 220 and he posted something about it and he said, let's just wait to see how long someone in the comments says it should have been a V12 and then going and four wheel drive, you know, and the comments are coming in five, four, three. It's really funny. But it's, I mean, I, I mean, guess. It should have been a V12. It was supposed to be. <laughs> With scissor doors. It was really supposed to be. It was, yeah. <laughs> see? Do you want to set Tom Hale off on a really huge rant? Just say, yeah. just say that. I know. Just, uh, it triggers him. Yeah, yeah, it does. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's rich. What other cars have mythology like that? Well, what I about think the, the mythology that German cars are more reliable is one of my biggest annoyance groupthink things. Is that not true? It's not true at all. No, that's the I will say this, true. man. You know what I it is? Say, it's because I've given this a great deal of thought, and I have a theory I'm going to throw okay. in. Okay. The type of people that bought German cars ah, they're super OCD are way anal more people. anal about yeah. maintenance. Yeah. And therefore the cars were more reliable because they were treated better and they were maintained regularly. And the kind of people that bought Italian exotic cars were just like, I just want to have fun. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to drive the shit out of this car until no one, you That's know. That's interesting. And, and they didn't maintain them or they depreciated so rapidly that they weren't worth maintaining right. to a high standard. So then you ended up with these cars that that were dogs eventually. Right. Uh, I really think, I mean, there's a, there, Although you Yale could, is you could, the, you Yale could is argue the... that there's a build quality difference, but seventies German cars were not like particularly well built. Really? Well, like maybe a Porsche, maybe <laughs> I thought like, like an Audi. Well, like no, I, I would in. say that, like, Mark one golf. I mean, those were not like, I had like, a Mark one golf. Yeah. But it probably, it was a golf. Uh, anyway. I don't want to get the uh, haterade poured on me, but I really think it had to do with the culture <laughs> of the not, way the not, owners treated the cars more than the car. Bradley, it's not Gatorade. A haterade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not Gatorade. I don't want it, Gatorade. It's Jürgen Gagarin. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. That's, that's my gift to you. That's really good. Someone in the street really liked that joke. Yeah, see? Yeah, they're showing support with the horn. We should have a live Viva Bastardo show where people can call. Can we do that where people can call? Like, or like, like Spike's car radio where you just... Do they have... Do they see... Is he cool in? No, they like sit at like Malibu Kitchen though, or they used to. Oh, least. and then people like t text... Uh, I don't know. I like the idea of doing a call. We should have Bradley on and we do a call in. And then people can harangue you for shuffle steering. Crawl in. Okay, that's right. We build your shit face and they crawl in. You know in, what? Actually, this is a great call to action. If you're still listening and you'd like the ability to call in and or leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail? What's this like? I'll set up like an inbox. Like I'll set up like a, I'll set up like a... Well, this is like NPR click and clack. Didn't they have voice? I loved click and clack. I know. I really miss those guys. It's so sad that one of them, you know, passed away. I know. shows. But they're like a thousand years old. I mean, I miss that lightheartedness that NPR does not have anymore on the right. weekends. It's like just solid news now. There's no right. respite. There's no like, you know, I have it's to say, look, like I'm, all the time. I'm an NPR guy. You know, I'm an like, NPR guy, but I have to say, sometimes that voice, the kind of NPR voice, just gets me, <laughs> makes me mental. I just want to, you know, <laughs> I just want to hear someone be rude for a minute. Do you collect the NPR totes? No, no. So no. you're not supporting your public local radio. station? I listen to, I, you know what I listen to these days? And it makes my family crazy. I listen to BBC Radio 4. And so what I, I'll listen to is like Gardner's Question Time. 
and it'll be people calling like, I've got these velvet jacketed guests in my garden, which means, <laughs> and she's talking about like moles. <laughs> there's actually, there is a segment in WNYC where it's really rare, but there's these guys like the Lubell brothers and they have oh. these great accents and they do take calls about uh, like pests and gardening and stuff. And it's like one of the best segments. Yeah. It's very soothing. I, I mean, I, they're hilarious. It, people I haven't listened to regular like, radio in a long time. have it though. What do you listen to? Glenn Beck? No, it's all Spotify. <laughs> like, I don't like... Is he I'm, still alive? I'm either listening to this podcast or the other ones we create for the Haggerty Podcast Network to make sure no that one says good, anything that, terrible. That was, wait a minute. How did that slip by? <laughs> yeah, I don't have like... Even in the car, I don't think I've used the actual radio radio once. You're not missing anything. Yeah, I don't think so. I Although occasionally, you know, I do miss putting on Hot 97 here in New York. Mostly because I love... F- Funk Master Flex. Funk Master Flex. Is he still alive too? Yeah, he's still alive. Drops, he just drops bombs the entire time. Like the explo- bombs like F-bombs? No, like the explosion noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Does, oh, re- boom. Yeah, you like it'll what? be like new song, new song. Let's get, let's, we should get that. In. Can we get an effects board that can press? No, but we can get Funk in here. He's a big car guy. Is he? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be great. Oh, I'd love to get him in here. Let's get him in here. Do you know him? Like personally? That- no. He called my phone once. What? It was like a work thing. It was a work thing. It was not. Oh. It wasn't like a, hey, it wasn't I'm, like, hey I'm, man. I'm outside your house. Let right. me in. Yeah, no. It was not okay. the we outside call. Uh, okay. No. That would be amazing. All right. Thanks, Bradley. So let's, get, let's get up. Let's get fun. Let's get fun. Let's get fun. Let's get fun. Can he come in? Can he come in now? Is he in the neighborhood? Is he done to drop by? We're in Brooklyn. Do you have any other group thing that you can think of? That's my big one, though, is the reliability thing. Well, I mean, the, the Shamal, I guess, because Maserati in the 80s didn't have the best reputation. So, you know, but I Think mean. Think about who bought a Shamal new. Right. Didn't that person was meticulous? I knew a guy who had a Shamal new. Who? Uh, in college, I was friends with a guy, friendly with a guy. And, and he had overdose? A, <laughs> no, he had a, a, a biturbo. And we would go out to clubs. But the thing that would kill me about him is he'd, we'd always go out and it would be me and like two other guys. And we'd have to, he'd make us make up stories about who we were so we could meet women. So mm. I was like an English lord. There was Chad, who was a French gymnast. And I re- and it was all this like crazy bullshit. Story, and I hated it. French gymnast. Yeah, I know Chad, the fr- and he would be like, hello. Uh, my, you know, he, and it was all this kind of crazy. Uh, anyway, he had a, a bi-turbo. Uh, <laughs> and I remember just cramming into the back of that thing. Um, I mean, that's the thing. I actually bi-turbo think turbo is a car that... Uh, I, there's a lot of group think about. I don't know anything about them. I right. can't say like that it's wrong. Right. But I feel like that's a car everybody like yeah. shits, shits on. And says I it's actually a think that car. the design language of the Maseratis in the 80s is really good. Like I think that's aged really nicely. Like well, the Ghiblis. Yeah, yeah really the Ghiblis and the, all the, they're just kind of beautiful and well balanced and really clean, like you say. And then the interiors are nuts on those cars. Oh, yeah. They're like full luxury. Uh, yeah. It's full yeah. like. Um, Recaro uh, actually, Lazy I would love to have the, the 80s Quattro Porte. Yeah, it's a ama- that's an amazing looking car. Yeah, yeah. See, it has the a- same has the same armrest <laughs> that your Chanel has. <laughs> you have such a great Giza point, you know. <laughs> Did I tell you once? Um, I was in the deli. I, I crossed the street with Lulu, my daughter. Good story. I told you the story. You were in the deli. I, I ran. We ran, ran the deli, and then I'm in the. And we're looking through the ice cream chest or trunk or whatever this thing's called. And this old lady comes running up to the, into the store and jabs me with an umbrella, jabs my leg. She's really hard, 
And and I go, what was that for? And she goes, you know what you did. <laughs> and then everyone in the deli stops and looks at me and I go, I really don't know what I did. And then she just walks off. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, well, it's, what, what does that have to do with what we're talking about? I can't remember. There That's was a ten, there was a tangential connection. <laughs> oh, because you were pointing. Oh. Because you were pointing like, you know what, what you, you did. did. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about the Maserati, or so the Chrysler TC by Maserati? Ooh. Can I, do you have a picture? Yeah. <sighs> it's a Chrysler LeBaron that they put like this terrible oh, yeah. roof with an opera window. Roof. That was kind of like the... Uh, yeah. The worst of Lee Iacocca. What about the uh, Cadillac Chrysler. Cimarron? Was that Giugiaro? No, but the Al- Alante was Pininfarina. Oh, was that? Yeah. That's, so the Alante mm. is a cool car. Yeah. That's a very cool car. Can you? I love the fact that they, they ship the bodies by airplane. Oh, that's right. There's pictures of the airplane cargo yeah. bay and like all the. Oh, yeah. Cadillac the Alante bodies. was really nice looking. Yeah. yeah it's, it's held up really well. It's yeah. actually, it's like the earlier Eldorado. What do you think of the Buick Riata? I remember when that Is that, that the car, Riviera? The, no, no, no. It's called the Riata. You know what actually I think is cool? There's a Buick Aurora. Remember Oldsmobile that? Aurora. Oh, Oldsmobile. In yeah, which uh, Tom Gale... Did he design your, that? Yeah. No. That was... No, no, you're right. He didn't design it because that's GM. That would be... He, he designed... Do you know he designed all the like Chrysler cab forward cars. Though. Right. I'm very that, familiar that, that with the Aurora. The, the Aurora kind of tried to compete with did you? Why? Do you have an Aurora? No, but when <laughs> I was in high school, I dated a girl whose divorced Laura. mother drove one around. And she was one of those kind Can of divorced you? moms that wore like leather mini skirts oh, and. Right. But like silver Aurora, black leather. I remember it Can very you pull crisp. That, I, can you pull that up, please, man? Because I think that, that I actually oh, think I that was kind of. What? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this should be your next car. That's a small I actually photo. think that. Uh, I actually like think that. No, the I think the Aurora is kind of was kind of wasn't it an audacious design? It was a kind of a beautiful it, car. For it the was time. a design. Oh, that car. The ba- I remember the uh, back being interesting though. Maybe well, is that well, maybe I'm thinking of a different car. You're thinking of the Riviera, Buick Riviera. Maybe no, I think that was a really cool car at the time. It had like it? the full wraparound interior where there was like a line that no, you're continued thinking, around the whole interior of the car. Because this is also um, a very EV1 Oh, you're right. It is them super EV1. Bit. Yeah, but yeah. Go, Google the Buick yeah. Riviera from that same exact era. Dance, monkey. So the Buick, Google monkey. The Buick Riata, though, was a car that, looking back, I think is not particularly good looking. But when it came out as a kid, I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> really? And I would, you know, every year I go to the Chicago Auto Show with my dad, yeah. and we would see all the cars. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, look at I the am back, think, yeah, the I am that. thinking yeah. of that one. That is, yeah. that was a cool design. It was a very cool design because it had yeah. like a, I think they used a neon tube because they didn't have what, LEDs had, yet, and it, it had like a continuous really? line. Oh, inside the car? No, for the tail light. Oh, I see. Something. I would like actually, that. you know, what I'd love to do. I'd love to resto mod a car like that, where the basic, like the basic, the basic, yeah, like the basic. No, that's a later. It has to be a later. No, it's 95, uh, No, Matt. False memories. You know, uh-huh. actually, okay, here's what I would right. love to do. I'm really, I would like to get an Isuzu Vehicross. I, cool. I support that because I like those. Those but are really cool. it is very... Don't they roll over? They're not no. really uh, contrarian, though. It's already considered kind of cool. Purpose-wise, it? it's also very similar to the Pajero. Yeah, but it's both. Well, I would say actually the Pajero is, a, but the Pajero has like real like Paris Dakar incredible history, whereas the Vehicross is just like a Blade Runner looking car. It was a cool car. It was a little underpowered yeah. at the time. Right. But like, they're very cool. Like the Had Recaro seats. Yeah. What do you, th- I mean, what are those good for? Like 10 grand, five no, grand? No, prices are up now. More. They're, are they? They're yeah. kind of co- collectible now. Really? Yeah. yeah. Shit. 
Sorry. You're late. Oh, forget it. Totally late. You're late. Was that designed in the States? Although... It might have been designed in California. Hold on. Hold on. We got to be realistic here. Uh, You can get one with 192,000 miles (laughs) in Trevor, Wisconsin right now for... How much do you think? Eight grand. Uh, I'm going to say (laughs) 12.5. You're under $8,995. That could be yours. But 190,000 miles. I mean, it's like... It's an Isuzu. It's going to go forever. Really? Yeah. I would like, okay, if I was going to get two cars right now and I had, I had 30 grand, <laughs> here's what I get. I get an Isuzu Veycross, and then I don't know if you can get this, but then I get a S-Class from the 90s, the full super brick. You can absolutely get one of those. I love, I, 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 I drove, bankrupt you. I, I drove past a guy with an, in a 90s S-Class. He had the windows down. He was blasting like bossa nova. <laughs> it was just, it was a, it was a whole look. It was amazing. It's awesome. Your boy Rami actually has a, the two-door S-Class from the 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, you, if, if, yeah. if maintenance is not an object, there's a lot of stuff that you could <laughs> if get. If rage is no object. <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, like... 30 I, grand. I would what get a cars? GTV6. No, again. you can't have a car you've had already. I, w- I really want one again. You though. can't have one. This is part of the parameters, man. Okay, okay, fine. 30 grand. Right now, you have no other cars. Right now, bro, come at me. You can't do repeats. <sighs> come at me, bro. Okay, I get a Z3M Roadster. Wait, didn't you have one? I had the coupe. I had the clown shoe. But those are more expensive. All right. No, no, the M Roadster. Okay. Which you can get them for like twelve to fifteen. Twelve thousand okay. or something. And then so, some, okay. so that's now, the sports car. Why and do you then, get a Z one? And then you could get something uh, like a cool wagon of some kind. I'm trying to think what I would get. Uh, like a Buick wagon from the eighties with the wood paneling. No. <laughs> no, Phil. Well, you could get like a. Uh, trying to think on my feet but i mean you could get a you could get an e30 touring i think for 20 those are not very exciting choices but price also, come now know, come now sir come it's now so, it's so it's too <laughs> and like also now you're just a bmw guy yeah no i know right which is nothing wrong with that but like, up like doc brown <laughs> that's right uh, no i'm trying to think okay well oh. the other cool cars i mean i still think the milano is super undervalued milano. for how, no, how nice they are what was that fiat uh some guy always tags me on instagram and he's got that fiat uh two-door um i'm sports trying to think car like that has that that has that that super amazing kind of cut line that goes all the way the length of the car it's a two-door sports car from the 90s or 80s maybe 90s well you're thinking of the alpha gtv that that from the 90s no which I, had a diagonal line oh or, maybe or you're thinking of like the fiat barchetta maybe it's of, the fiat barchetta a, a, one of my customers in france he's a really lovely friend of mine and he <laughs> he, he has some really unusual cars yeah. but uh he bought a barchetta just just now like maybe he it's just the barchetta one. and he bought it for like i think it was like seven thousand euros Let's or something see. Like are you thinking that. this alpha gtv yeah, a, no those no, are that, sweet I would not, totally that's not what i'm thinking that. it's a fiat it's a fiat barchetta i think you're right it might be the fiat but oh oh so you know what i like alpha romeo brera oh that's a nice car. that's such a beautiful car. i would but, love um, to have a 159 wagon that would be the car. I find, that would be my dad's car. I find that um, I love I find that, that car, but they're they're uh, too new to import. The two thousands era of Alpha, I think, was peak Alpha design. Yeah, because it was think? Walter De Silva. Yeah, He's now in charge of Volkswagen Group design, That's, which is why. All right, Rain Man. Well, no, I mean, it's why why the <laughs> right. Audis look like Alphas now. Right. I mean, but if they, you really look that, at the but, Audis, but they were so, for the last like eight years, they right. looked like Alpha sedans. But they were so beautiful so and pretty. delicately designed. Like yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just incredible. Like, it's interesting. Clearly, they decided, okay, we've got to succeed in America. And to succeed in America, they have to be a more muscular design because no one's going to go for like a... I you mean, mean, today? Yeah, today. Yeah. 
I don't know. Is what that the, I don't know exactly oh, what they're. Did thinking. you find the Fiat Barchetta? Oh, I did. But then you got. You oh no, talk, you were talking about something else at that point. So I just kind of moved on. I mean, I have the new Julia sedan. No, that's yeah. not it either. Although that's cool. That's very cool. Maybe it's oh, anyway. That's okay, a cool car. Uh, the Brero would be genius, man. I love that car. I think that's kind of a perfect design. Although it's yeah. again, okay. I, like the, I actually like, but you know, Jajaro had a hand in that Brera. Did he? Yeah, that was a, a. I don't know if he took credit for that, but there was a concept car that Jajaro did for Alpha with that grill. Right. And then they made it into the Brera and the 159. Oh, interesting. But that was from Jajaro. He totally authored that that grill design. It would be. Wouldn't it be great though to? Isn't it crazy the, that the guy is still so relevant? I mean, I know. All his years, nuts. Yeah. Does he still does, is he still working? Yeah, yeah, yeah very much. He, I mean, t- I, he texts you all the time. He's hey, so Bradley. <laughs> what do you think of this good design? Well, you were talking. I was listening to one of your other podcasts. I was one of the people that listened to it. <laughs> one of the three. Uh, <laughs> you were talking to Benedict Redgrove about yeah. about Jajaro versus uh, Gandini. Oh yeah. And I feel like the difference between them is like the difference between George Brock and Pablo Picasso in the twenties. Okay. And interesting. They, you know, like their work from that time is almost indistinguishable. Yeah. You know, you can't the the, well, cubist the cubist collages thing. and stuff. Sure. And I think the Brock ones are a bit nicer. Frankly. Well, because didn't Brock originate the idea of cubism? I think so. Well, okay, but, but, also, but the point the, is the, that, that Picasso then evolved and went on to all these different themes and styles and right. looks and so you, you think know, Gandini movements. did not evolve and 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 Brock just kind of like that was his thing and right. he like kind of one and done right. but like better than the other guy. Right. And I feel like Gandini, like he did the wedge car right. better than anybody. And that he's and, never kind and, of evolved and, and beyond And he kind that. of never really significantly evolved past that. Cause even now, like uh, I'm trying to think of like the last car that he really did. I mean, what was it? Beyond the Chisetta, uh, what other stuff is he? He did the, he also did a, re, a redo of the um, Stratos in the early 2000s. The Strato, oh, the one that's now in production. No, 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 it oh. was a total, it was called Stola, Stratos. Stoli? Stola. Is it the one on the 430? No, 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 it was before that. It was before that. Oh, really? Yeah, if Google like S-T-O-L-A, Stola group, Stola Stratos. It's it's a weird car. It's a one-off show car. But I, I can't think of anything he did weird. more recently than that. But I'm just saying that like he, he right. had a recipe for like awesome stuff. But oh, yeah, God. have you seen that? Wow, no, I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, Gandini did that. I kind of wish I could unsee it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, check out the interior. It's pretty cool. I mean, that's <laughs> well, I've never. That's so interesting. Do you have I've a couple of these you're trying to move right now? But like that's, what's going on? That's, the, interior, <laughs> the interior is actually pretty wild. Yeah, it's right. really cool. But that's an example of what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, he didn't really change with the times. He had his thing, and his work is is like of monumental importance. But it was kind of like constrained to a specific time period, right. Right. and then it like influenced other people. Didn't, so his work uh, did, is still influencing people right. today. No, but you're right because Giugiaro did he did the Panda. Well, did Giugiaro Panda? did so many more mass-produced cars right, that's that were right. like actually like culturally important. Have you seen that interview with him? He did the Golf. <laughs> have he did you, the original. Have, yeah, you know, have you seen the interview with him where uh, doesn't he get asked that question? <laughs> He's like, no. There's something about how he said like curves are bullshit. Or yeah, something. <laughs> that's right. I, but I'm like, what that's was right. the context? No, in which I know he it's so that. great because it's a screen yeah, it's yeah. a screen grab where he's just going curves are bullshit. I know, and then he's asked if he'd like to elaborate. He goes, "No." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, you see, when you're like the, the but he yeah he he did so many cars. Right, he authored so many cars. Yeah, you he know? did the Aztec, the Pontiac. Oh, Aztec. the Pont- little, he little did do, known, little he known. did do the BMW Aztec. 
Which is the the, the double cat cockpit. Oh, the double. No, canopy. no, wait. The Italian design the, one. You yeah, mean. that's his company. Oh, yeah. You know, you're that. right. You're right. He did do yeah, that. He yeah, he did the BMW. He did do that. And the BMW Nazca, which is yeah. an amazing car, which informed again all the '90s BMWs that had that beautiful sculptural hood. Well, yeah. Look at the BMW Nazca. Do you remember? And the, that is the form language came from that car. Do you remember that BMW uh, concept car that was that was material and it would distort and change? Yeah, that was remember cool. That? That was a Chris Bangle uh, yeah, design. That's and by right. the way, Chris Bangle is someone who's totally gotten... That was another group think, thing. That's right, because the Bangle butt. Yeah, which yeah. was really designed in California, and it wasn't Bangle at all. Yeah. But, uh, you know... I that, thought he... I, I call th- it the Von Huydonkadonk. <laughs> I beg <laughs> your pardon, sir. This is because, a family atmosphere, please, Bradley. <laughs> because the Van Huydonk is the guy that's in charge of BMW styling right. for a number of years now. And I think that, you know... It's not uh, done so great. <laughs> I like how you, you just kind of tape it off into a brown. It's not done so great. Uh, I think I'll leave that unfinished thought for you to consider. But actually, it, I will say there's a new. There's a. There's I think a, Bengals designs have aged much better. Right. I mean, the E46 has aged extremely Dude, well. Dude, it's an incredible looking car. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, that is a Bengal design. You know what though? That I was will, peak Bengal. You, you know peak what? Bangle. I, I think that was probably the that most was Jimmy Bengal. It's the most beautiful sports sedan ever designed. I think. Steady on. Really? The E46 M3? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, that's I, right there. That's groupthink, Bradley. I, no, no, that's my opinion. That's, <laughs> that's my no, opinion. That's, and that's, I, I think everyone's opinion is groupthink. I think it's an amazing. <laughs> that's a valid opinion around a, these bars. That's a beautiful <laughs> car. It still looks so good. You know what I'm going to say? I think that new super giant Coke Nostril BMW, I'm not opposed to it now that I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I am very, it does not. There's, in the right color, there's one that I've seen that's in You're this. Are you talking about the X7 or the new, the new, the new massive, 7 series sedan? Whatever that massive nostril. No, he's talk, I think you're talking about like the 3 and 4 series right now, which is, I, I'll see a bunch Those of. Those are horrible. Horrific. Horrifically. They're amazing. <laughs> X7s don't bother me. Viva Bastardo. The, the, X, the X7 <laughs> is so ironically. So you. You know what? This is the Viva Bastardo show, man. It's yeah. contrarian. Yeah, it's Everyone true. says they don't like it. I love it. <laughs> You end up with a stockpile of really ugly BMWs. Yeah, I'm going to buy them up and pump up the market and then sell them and make billions. I mean, the 1M was a cool car. That was also a car. I thought that was in. ugly looking. It, it's aged really well, though. I don't, I don't know. Oh, no, 1M was great. It just looks kind of I like never it's liked the over, face it's of it. bloated. I never the, liked the eyes, face yeah, of the, it. But, but, but it, it was a nice, you know, form development. But 1Ms were always nice. And it's because, like, the, the bumpers actually took care of a lot of, like, the design flaws of, like, the standard one series yes yeah and the flares and it's just yeah. better yeah flares flares goddamn flares now they have flares <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a good that was a good looking car yeah and they held value that was kind of well. like the well they, and yeah. then i mean i actually don't mind the new m3 with the the, the big grills that everyone hates <laughs> that's what i'm talking about oh okay that one yeah yeah i mean it would would it be better without that yes I, I saw one, the I saw one of in the a car, really amazing green A good friend color. of mine bought one, and it's in like a metallic dark blue, and it looks super yeah. menacing. And the wheels are just spectacular, yeah. the, the design of the wheels. Spectacular. How do you feel about the but, launch color in like highlighter green with then the weird orange interior? It's a bit strange, but I liked it. I love highlighter I like, green I like as a color. Yeah. I'm just really into that as a color. But it's weird because they have these <laughs> carbon fiber in between your In between your thighs, there's carbon fiber in the seat. I beg your and pardon. then like in the in the headrest, yeah, the seats are nuts. It's got like the M logo. It glows from behind. Like it's just so it's, it makes your head's backlit when you're driving. Yeah, it? Oh. no, no. Like it's just like when you when you open the door oh, like at night. Like the M, what's the M with, logo what's with the glow. carbon fiber between your legs though? I just find it so gimmicky. 
It's like yeah. the, to me the eighty the beauty of the M cars was that they were so understated and you you had to know what it was. It wasn't like obvious to the average right. person that it's an M car. I mean, this is uh, uh, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's a this lot. is okay. So this interior. Which this is the one that's the blue with the green accent. TBH. I feel like I would kind of like to be in that. <laughs> no, this looks like I bought like a cigarette boat in Miami. That's what I'm saying. That's it appeals to my car. Miami Vice yeah. reflexes. That's they know their market, I guess. So we're back. That's to why it's like you can't criticize. Well, you know, you say like, oh, well, yeah, BMW styling sucks now, and then they're like, well, sales are okay, through the roof. Okay, here's a question. Okay, here's a question. Yeah, I, know. I know it's true. They're like, yeah, I know you don't like that. it, but yeah. okay, here's a question: money. Who drive? Who who are the worst drivers in New York in terms of like what car is almost guaranteed to like? I find that it's a it's a Maxima or Altima. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Always no, no, the lethal, number one, lethal number one drivers. Yeah, always just <laughs> yeah, always legging it. Yeah, and then they like cut across like six lanes of traffic. To, right. Like, yeah. and, and it's either exit. paper plates. Florida tags or Texas tags. <laughs> you know what else I've noticed is the Lexus. Um, what was that Lexus Coupe from like 2015? Oh, like the SC4. Yeah. yeah. Now with the Super Brap exhaust. Well, because that's basically a Lexus Toyota Supra if you were. Oh, really? Yeah. So like it, you still get like the same Jay-Z engine there. You get an automatic trans, which you could fix. Right. It's rear-wheel drive. It's still a two-door. And they sound pretty good with the Super Brap. Yeah. Super Brap. Super Brap. <laughs> I heard that the New York State banned the uh, modification of exhaust systems to avoid the. Let like, me just the, tell the, you, man, the Luciano, the the Rice Krispies. They 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 like banned it. Luciano Brapparotti will not be kept down. Well, well <coughs> I, think, I think I think Luciano Brapparotti probably is not driving in a tenth owner Infinity <laughs> sedan <laughs> with a burble tune on it. But is that what's called the burble tune? That sounds so like it's innocuous. So, it's so millennial. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it actually sounds like it sounds like a it sounds Hashtag like a, no. Tune. It sounds like an English like country house like. Would you like some of the burble tune, sir? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like it's some, some sort of tea you drink. Yeah, or not? Or it could be a bird. Yeah. No, burble Listen tune. quietly. Uh, the burble tunes are, are out. The, the wobbling burble tune. <laughs> That's right. The <laughs> spotted burble, the red spotted burble tune. Well, but you know what? The first car that I think was doing that from the factory, it was. It was um, that uh, Nissan, uh, the, the SUV. No, it was uh, Mercedes was doing it on their AMG Jaguar cars. Jaguar does it. So, but they were doing it back in like the late aughts. Um, on uh, the AMG the cars. No, the Murano, that was it. The Nissan Murano, I swear, had the first exhaust from a factory I heard that was like, oh, it sounds good. Oh, well, the, the AMG people were actually programming it in. And basically, it's just like it was just dumping a little bit extra right. fuel yeah, in yeah, on yeah, like right. D-cell. Oh, I see. Yeah. And it's, you know. D-cell, bro. Not D-cell. They were doing that on the F-type Jags, too. Yeah, not, yeah. not on the incel. They're dropping a little bit of gas in on the that's incel. Another <laughs> that's another car name. That's another car The incel. Oh, oh that's boy. good. With yeah. What brand would it be? Pontiac incel. I don't know what brand, but it, that would definitely be a name. And it would have sensors that would honk when it saw women. <laughs> I'm not going to no. touch that, but it was that fun, would doing, be a it was very fun, fun doing the show with you, Phil. <laughs> we had a good run. No, look, I find the whole concept of incels just kind of fascinating. It's just anyway, we can just anyway. not from a not from a positive point of view, but anyway, I'm just kind of sociologically interested in it. Um, okay, what'd you have for lunch today, Phil? Cocaine, <laughs> no, <God>. no, <laughs> wrong answer, mushrooms on toast. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I did fail at that question though about the which cars did you buy for thirty thousand. You did, it was, a, ma- was a let's be honest, it was a massive fail. It's it's a dumpster epic. fire. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, gonna go know, down. I was books. trying to be actually practical as to what I would 
actually own to like live with. I would not like just a mis- like the absurdity. Well, so like- let me let me flip that on you. Mm. You got thirty grand. Mm. You do not have a car. Right. You also do not have a watch. <gasps> duh, duh, duh. You need to have one of each. Well, you obviously buy an autodromo. <laughs> okay. So or you, you build okay. a bank. Twenty nine thousand dollars left. I like it. I like the value yeah. proposition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that it's funny because that was one of the reasons that I originally created the brand was to make affordable automotive watches because I hated the fact like I knew car people well enough to know that like most of them. I mean, I think things have changed now more into the showiness of buying like expensive watches, but. I feel like real car people would rather spend money on car parts than on a fancy watch. Yeah, and you're so right. I was like, well, if you because you have that like, thing like, oh, yeah. should I fix the car? Or yeah, I yeah. It? I was that was where right. I was at in my right. late twenties, like mentally was. Sure. Sorry. Stop clubbing the microphone. Well, you got to bring it. You got to actually touch. come. You should shift this way. So there we go. They can hear these better. Mellifious tones. Okay. I was saying that. We should we do this as like an ASMR? I was saying that. No, but our audio engineer is going to be like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you got 29 left. <laughs> no, I was just saying that, like, that was where my mind was at when I started the company was designing a, a watch that was, like, tasteful and, and, and beautiful and automotive-inspired, but it wasn't going to cost you, like, thousands of dollars in the, in the mindset that, you know, people would rather spend their money, like, fixing their car than, like, blow all their money on a watch. Okay, and, so you've got uh, one grand yeah, for the Autodromo. Yeah, yeah one grand. You and get, then 29 you get a grand. B, you got an Autodromo Group B. Group B. 975. And then <laughs> available at autodromo.com. <laughs> well done. Restrictions may apply. Um, Some so, side, uh, side effects may include diarrhea, vomiting, <laughs> <laughs> sudden rash. <laughs> Erection lasts for more than seven hours. Oh. Oh, I always love that as a side uh, effect. Like yeah, any I guy over 50 would be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. Twenty nine grand. You're over fifty. Wait a minute. Were you delighted? <laughs> I was. Uh, I was. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I okay. So now you have the twenty nine grand left over. You don't have any car. You got no car. You got no. So car. this is your primary transport. Uh, yeah. Mm. Can you get a? You can't get a Cadillac CTS V wagon for that these days, right? Oh, I think no. that's like fifty. So. Yeah, that's like that 50 would be grand. that would be the car though. CTS wagon stick. Yeah. yeah, I think Steak. those are. I think those are really expensive. Uh, they are so expensive. Kind of failed again. Seventy nine, seventy one, sixty thousand. Yeah. Okay, come on. Can what? thank Bob Lutz for that one, Maximum Bob. What about? I wouldn't mind the. Um, I do like the Mercedes wagons from the nineties too. Any Mercedes brick from the nineties. Yeah, Mercedes I love. wagons I just from the nineties. I just think they're so cool. You looking. could have a lot of money left over for that to fix that, or you could you could get a. Yeah, I would get. A, I would just get a, a nice wagon. <laughs> did, they, did they make an E39 wagon? I can't recall. They did. In Europe. No, we got it here too. We, had, we? A, we had a 528. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 540. Had, okay, I would get a, I would get a, an, e, an E39 wagon. I would get a Volvo. Again, going uh, to BMW. But I just feel like those, those that era of BMW, they're such good designs and they're they're so affordable today compared to what they were new. Okay, Brotatoes. Here's what I would get. A Volvo <laughs> 750 or 850 T5R or whatever that is from the mid-90s. Oh, the 850 Oh, the yellow one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. I've, been, I've been trying to buy one of those on and off for a while now. Trying to? Yeah, because I sort You're of... Not trying hard enough, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you really want to make it happen. <laughs> I'm trying to make... I was, He's I, in the meantime bought an XJ220. <laughs> right. Tomasa Guara, but he can't right. find a damn... He bought, like, a one, he bought a one of 18... <laughs> Yeah, BMW powered Guaraz, <laughs> but can't find one yellow Volvo. Okay, yeah, it's no, but that would be a cool car. Yeah, I would, I would, I would rock that. That Isn't would be that, a, that would be, be a good dad car. Yeah, Euro, turbo you're, wagon. It would, you, baby. 
Yeah. You're a, you're a multi dad now. Multi multi dad. I would get the Fiat Multipla. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> now ugly, finally, finally, that was an ugly car. Finally. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean, man? That is a great. <laughs> uh, I remember when See, that this car one came the explosions. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Multiply, I remember when that came out. I, it won all these design awards. And I just remember being like, this is so ugly. How can no, this be but the, because but it, the seat folds down. And because like, the, first of all, the, the interior and, is crazy. Yeah, and, it's and, like and, an airplane yeah. or like a train seat up, upholstery. But also, I, I actually That's, think it, it hides child vomit really well. Oh, well, <laughs> you can hose they it They did a study. But it, it's, Fiat commissioned yeah. a study. They had children vomiting in this Maybe. car and they, they studied which upholstery. But it's all, that car is so, I think it transcends ugliness because it's so peculiar that it, it, it's not ugly. It's so, so ugly could, that you'd think only the French could have made it. It's so, <laughs> weird, it's so weird. It's so weird that only the French would That's have That's a good t-shirt. So I have great should, news for you. What's that? Yeah. Those started coming out in 1998. Oh, we could bring one in next year. See, we could make a bus stop. Well, see? Tom what Hale's going to get so excited when he... What, <laughs> what, <laughs> what are they... I bet those are like th three grand. I think they pay you to take them. Yeah. They, well, I actually kind of could see Italian families still using them. Yeah. Because it's like a very usable and they've car. Got, I think they had crazy gas mileage. Yeah, good too. mileage. It, it's like... I mean, you, come you, you know. Oh, come on. Oh, That's yeah. cool. I That's, mean, you know what? I think it's amazing. I think you should buy Those them. lights on the thing, are they, what are they for? Those are the headlights. Like, up high? Yeah, I but think. But I feel like they're going to, no, they're going to blind so people. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> hey, I, I can't see the road. Well, but well, it's, it's still very low to the ground. Doesn't, doesn't it have the, the stick shift that's like part of the dashboard too? Oh. Uh, it comes on bags, I think. Bags. Bags. <laughs> take a look here at the You interior. should put the Abarth on bags. Wow. Let's this interior <laughs> is. Let's see. It's the vomit. Bananas. Yeah. Oh, it's actually oh, a it's solid a three color. seater in the center. Yeah, that's the multiply. Oh, I forgot it's that it was a three seats. Seat. It's six oh. seats, but it's in like the footprint of a tiny right. car. That's also very reminiscent of like uh, Ford Focus interiors of that era. Yeah, totally. Like 90s. you should get a multiply. I actually I'm love absolutely the Ford not buying Focus. one of these. What? I don't want this. I love the early you can, Ford. You're a hundred air from this podcast. I don't want this in my life. I'm giving you one. I'm giving everyone who works on this podcast Damn a multiplayer. You know, like film stars give everyone a Rolex at the end of the shoot. I give you all multiplas. You give me a liability. <laughs> That's, right. That's actually hilarious. That would be so funny. I give everyone a multiplayer. <laughs> it only costs you $200. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'd be curious what those go for, but I bet they're like 2500 bucks. You're multiple curious? I bet they're cheap as bulls, man. Um, take a look bulls. right now. Go to subito.it. <laughs> Take a look right now. So, okay, uh, here's one in Ireland for twenty five hundred dollars. Boom! See, what's and the it's mileage? A, it's a two thousand two model year. Oh, it's too late. Yeah. You got to sit on it. So, Phil, little known fact: you you were smart enough to sit on a Delta Integrale, not the one you have yeah. now, but the one before that, and you like brought it. I in bought that Delta right as it became legal, but you had it for. I like, bought that Delta for thirteen thousand pounds. <laughs> Wait, Integrale or S4? And, uh, integrale. No, integra integrale. But like okay. before they were importable, he bought one. And then it sat and, in my friend's garage in yeah. England for, for like a year. That's the way and, to do it. Well, yeah. And, and then but I it should it. have been a genius move, but he sold it too early. No, I sold it for, I sold it to the guy, what's his name, from Bring a Trailer. You should R tell Randy. him, why don't you name him and then point out how much you charged him over <laughs> what you paid. And yep. then also, yeah. Actually, it's randomly, we, we messaged the other day randomly and it was like, oh, the engine blew. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no warranty yeah. expressed or yeah. blood. I said, hey, bro, it's fine when I drove it. It's uh, fine when I drove yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, lady owner, Sunday driver. That's what I sold it as. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, that's an interesting know, way to describe yourself. I was going to say, yeah, you know, I'm a yeah. gentle driver. You are. As Yale likes to point out, you're, you're mainly dri- driving <laughs> to a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, that's you can right. Stand around and be admired. And well, what's my nickname? Silver manatee. That's right, the silver manatee, because I like <laughs> loll about in my my bloated carcass in the parking lot, barking at people. For Are you in of, danger? For bits of herring, uh, what? <laughs> for morsels of herring. <laughs> Were they in danger? Manatees? Yeah, yeah, they I get like attacked yeah. by motorboats. Yeah. Well, not attacked. I think they just get... Uh, well, they're like hanging around doing nothing and the motorboat goes... <laughs> yeah. like, like cuts yeah. them. They have scars on their backs. It's you get sad. cut. Yeah, it's a bad mix. Right. Yeah, poor things. <laughs> That's right. Sea cow. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, the multiplot... That's it. That's the next... That's your family That's your hot buy. Yeah, that's you know the, the people starting a hot pick of the week. Right? I also think that would give you less problems than your current Audi. I think you're right. Oh yeah, those I actually I actually believe that. I bet those are bulletproof. You know what I love about the Audi though is the ventilated seats in the front. That is nice. Which is weird though because they weirdly make you feel like you've soiled yourself slightly. Oh, I hate uh, air conditioned seats. No, I love them, but I feel oh. like when I put them Best on feature. initially, I feel like they're it's amazing. But then you feel like you do you know what I mean? Like you feel yeah. like you soil yourself. No, like, no, I know. I had a Cadillac Escalade loaner car once. <laughs> what? Uh, Do you I, have spinners? I, I, no, but it was it, it was crazy. I remember uh, years ago, back when our friend Henry was a marketing <laughs> VP at Cadillac. That's right. He uh, he hooked me up with a loaner car, and I used it to trailer my Julietta Spider to Pittsburgh for <laughs> right. the Vintage Grand Prix. And it was like, you know, again, I didn't have like a nice modern car at the time, and I was like, this is amazing. Like everything <laughs> right. was and this was like top spec. Everything was Alcantara. Sure. It was a ninety six thousand dollars sticker price. Wow. Think okay. about it for. Yeah. So it had cooled seats. Yeah. And it was July. It was hot. And I turned it on and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> it feels like I already did. I hate it. It's awful. <clears throat> it was awful. I'll never. And I'll as never you get older, that. you know, it's yeah. a bit of a dilemma because you can't tell. Right. If you've, you know, had an accident or not. That's true. Yeah. Should we end the podcast on that note? On that very <laughs> on a, sad, a, depressing, <laughs> Phil can't tell between air-conditioned seats or if he's wet himself yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's up to you, man. It's your show. You want to end like that. What time? Oh, oh, it's, we've been going. We've been blathering for a while. Is there anything you wanted you to like cover this, that we have? Do you feel like this went better than last time? Yeah, I do. You were, you were I mean, so. we didn't talk about my company much, but that's okay. Would you like to have a, a brief I, infomercial? I, I didn't want to talk about it. You, you talked about the website? talk about it. I don't want Phil. I don't well, no, want the to problem talk. is if we talk about it, the influx of traffic and sales is going to be so much that well, he's right, going to have to I, hire. I my plug. You know, and then he's going to have to like manage oh, you, people. You, yeah, and you're going to. Oh that's yeah, right. that could be a huge problem for yeah. me. Huge, yeah. Then you know, you know Haggerty will want to buy me. <laughs> right, so de- <laughs> right. So definitely don't go to autodromo.com. Right. Okay. <laughs> for amazing automotive right, inspired. So why, why don't we close by talking about Car Week? I'm not going. You go. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. By the way, this is airing well after Car Week. That's okay. Okay. I can make my predictions. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. So let's hear it. Well, first I of all, De Tomaso will be showing the same car they've been showing for like three <laughs> years, but in a different color this time around. It's not the baby blue anymore. No, it's a different color now. Mm-hmm. I liked burgundy. the baby blue. They had that at the bridge. The baby. Yeah, that's blue. right. I thought it was pretty cool in person. I thought it was not cool in person. Really? It was because really? I loved it in pictures and in person. I thought, wow, it's like. 50% too big. I loved how like Glickenhaus went like ape shit <laughs> and said it was like a uh, plagiarized from the P45 or whatever it's called. The Can we talk about Glickenhaus's t-shirt? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. 
<laughs> he went like so ape shit. And it was like, this is plagiarism, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, there's a resemblance. But when you see it in person, it's like completely different. Right. In there's a little bit of a resemblance in the, the, glass, the, no, in the, the glass house. There, there's a resemblance. But to say it's copied is kind of like a right. far stretch in my opinion. But anyway, no, I think they just, the interesting thing about Car Week, I think, will be just to see... Will the market be able to absorb the amount of cars that are being Because there's a crazy like amount of big, amazing cars. Big cars. Right. Yeah. And it's like, how many... Shamals. How many people are there really buying those? It's like a small number of people. I you know. I, the feeling I have right now is that we're going to see a lot of insanely big sales. Like, I think... We, we I will, Bradley, but, Bradley but, thinks but, no. No, no. I think there's definitely going to be some, like, record-breaking numbers for sure. Like, no question. But as far as sell-through rates... Because the estimates are high, the reserves are high. And like, again, like, let's say you're like a billionaire. How many cars are you personally going to buy at Car Week? Well, if you're a billionaire, as many as you want. Right. But you're not going to, I guarantee that with the exception of maybe a couple of people that are on a tear. Right. They're not going to buy like six, seven cars that are like $20 million kind of cars. Right. They're going to be like one or two. Okay, so what are your predictions? I just think, I, mean, I don't know their behavior, behavior, but it just seems to me like even even people with that kind of money, like they're they're not, they're sensible people. You know, they're not like, yeah, the world's ending tomorrow. Let's just, <laughs> going to buy like $300 million in cars today. You know, it's, it's a like, round no, of drinks not. if you're a billionaire. All right, so what are your predictions, man? So you think there's going to be, the well, sales rate's not going to be great, I, you're saying? I just, yeah, I just think there it'll, it'll be... What I'm hoping for is that it'll be strong enough that people are not going to be like, oh, like the car market just crashed and whatever. Right. But I also don't think it's going to be like uh, gangbusters because I... So Lamborghini will come out with a car with even more vents and scoops, maybe. The new Countach. Well, so, okay, oh, what, are the big t- what are the big ticket cars, right? So obviously there's a McLaren F1 trading hands coming week. Yeah, that'll um, do really well. But that's going to be private sales, so we might not actually find out the number. But I suspect yeah. it could be probably north of 25 at this point Probably. there's the two cylinder Pontiac incel oh god no <laughs> which is no no there is not uh, I don't remember no. I'm trying to think no, of like the other, other cra- there's a lot of crazy stuff like okay I'm really curious to see what the uh, the tulip wood Hispano Suiza sells for you know that car Mm-mm. so that car was like when I was a kid it was on the cover of the Ralph Stein like you know uh, treasury of automobiles mm-hmm. that was like one of those Cars, it, it's so it's a 1930s car, right? Yeah. But it's so 70s, yeah, because it's made of tulip wood with like gold and brass right. and everything. Right. And it's so like it's amazing, it's like that the, the wood dial Rolex kind right. of, you know, it's right. like it's so of that time. So at that at that moment when that book came out, it was like the coolest car, you know, in historic cars. And then it went away into a collection and it hasn't really been seen much. And so, like, that's a one of a kind right. car, it's super famous. It's coming to the market for the first time in like a zillion years. Like, I'm really curious to see like what, I what feel is that, that would, sell for? I feel like that would do really well. I think so too. But again, the market for that car is super limited. Yeah, but it's that it's that car. Right. And as you say, it hasn't been seen in decades, right? I, as far as I know. I mean, it's probably been at Pebble Beach. Wasn't it Meekum? <laughs> yeah, it was at Barrett Jackson last year. Jackson. <laughs> didn't have, didn't meet the reserve. Oh my god! Oh, that would be funny to see a car like that. Pontiac Insel. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of the um, the estimates. Like I was looking at some of these. I'm looking at like the broad arrow stuff. Um, I've yet to see an estimate that was not in a seven figure bucket. The Guara is not in a seven figure um, estimate. 
What other your what are your other uh, predictions? Mm. And then we'll and then we'll cl- we'll shut down this epic podcast <laughs> on those on that bombshell. I, I just, I'm just hoping for like uh, like reasonableness to prevail. That like because I am always like a like a someone who who I don't want to see cars become too expensive. But right. I also obviously as a I collector myself, my, I, want, I don't want to see cars like you know torpedoed either. Right. So I want to see I, my yeah. cars become too expensive. Yeah. Exactly. And then I don't care about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem is then you go to buy something after you sell. Right. And your dollar doesn't go as far. Right. Well, well that's, that's why, why but he's that, always but, finding but, new stuff that's Yeah, because like you, have, you have to root around in like some weird corner and find stuff that people haven't been It's getting harder at. and harder to do that, though. It's true. But that's why the Guara is so cool. Yeah, I mean, well, no, that was no a one's... thing re- that nobody really, really paid attention to. Right. It's a really cool thing. Yeah. So. And soon, the Multiplaw. <laughs> I'm, and on that note, I know a guy who's warehousing those in Italy, I'm just waiting for them to be 25. Yeah. Bradley anyway. Price, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Thanks, it was a Bradley. delight. Thank you. Good to see you. Good to have you, man. Thank you.